something else to ask you. I ask for you to pray for this great nation. The hideouts. We did not authorize assassination squads. We did not authorize the resurrection of COINTELPRO. We did not authorize the repeal of the Bill of Rights. We did not authorize the revocation of the Constitution. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to peer from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We we did not authorize. 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 The hideouts. L. F. A. and J. Dubs. 106.7. W. J. F. P. Me hint it. Let's do this damn thing. Welcome to Saturday night. Your Saturday night brothers hanging with you. I'm El Jefe, that is J-Dubs, and welcome to 106.7 WJFK. How are you, brother? So happy this warm weather is starting to finally peak out, except for it was kind of dreary today. I was very tired because of the overcast, but yeah, the last I'm still few, happy. Last few days, you've seen some sunshine. You're, you're starting to get uh, all of the various, I suppose, endorphins. Yeah. The sun shining on you, the fresh air, all of that kind of fun stuff, and it really does feel outstanding. Uh, a great show lined up for you. Dubs, so much to do, so much... So much to talk about. So many friends stopping by. I want to say hello to Jim, who uh, stopped by just a second ago. Uh, Jim, feel free to come back later on in the show if you want. Yeah, definitely. We, we just have so much going on right up at the front of the show. We can't have anything else. We're front-loaded right now. Um, we're top-heavy. Let's start from the back, though. As If that's where you want to go. We, uh, we have a good buddy of ours um, that I have actually made, and you'll get to know him a lot more. I, I'm going to call him Bad Monkey. That That's what he goes by. Bad Monkey. Um, Is this the gay guy that was hitting on you in the chat room? No, that's that's Corn. Oh, wait. I can't, yeah. I can't give out his. Um, Bad Monkey's going to stop in because we are finally trying to put together the website for the hideout. Radiohideout.com. If you go there now, I think it kicks you towards some server that says this site is under construction. And it is. But Bad Monkey's coming in to talk about the website. Do we want to call him Bad Monkey? That's, that's kind of odd. Does it... We can't call him BM either. No, you can't. Um, so anyway, he's going to be stopping in. And what I want to do normally, I guess most radio shows don't have their people on the air, their internet people on the air to talk about this stuff. But I actually want listener feedback. Yeah, we want to, we want to get uh, this website perfect for everybody before it even goes up. And the, the reason is, is because we know that a lot of our listeners are the kind of people that are into Internet type stuff. They know a lot about the web. They're surfing the web. Uh, you got to be involved with the Internet right now. So we want our listeners to give us a little feedback as far as what should go. What shouldn't go, definitely, too. On RadioHideout.com. And I got a few ideas. I want to bounce them off people and see what they like. I'm really excited about this. This was one of my New Year's resolutions, to have a website up and yeah. ready to go. And it's happening pretty quick. It is. Now, it was a New Year's resolution last year, but I carried it over to this year. And I want to get it done earlier in the year. Um, also, two dubs, Bateman... And Sideshow, we've heard about it all week long. Bateman stealing Sideshow's chick um, at the Ron and Fez St. Pat's Spat, having sex with her, 
and Sideshow had been working this girl for about four months. Well, it came to a head last week, not only on our show, but it carried over onto the Ron and Fez show on Monday night. And we set something up last week where the two guys had to go out and gather as many phone numbers as possible to see who would be crowned King Pimp of the Hideout this Saturday night. Whoever got more is King Pimp. Whoever loses has to do a stunt of mine and Hefe's choosing. Exactly. We have that set up, and we're going to do that during the 8 o'clock hour. Very excited about that. Also, J-Dubs, all night long, I want to give, I want to give away the first, I don't know, five people right now that want these, 866-277-4969. You're going to win a pair of tickets to see the Pat McGee Band on Tuesday, April 6th, live in concert. These tickets uh, are courtesy of Ted, uh, part of United Airlines. Um, they're giving away tickets to see the Pat McGee Band for you and a friend for fun times and even better airfare. Fly Ted. The Pat McGee Band will be playing at Club Daedalus, located at 1010 Vermont Avenue in Washington, D.C. Doors open at 7 p.m., and the show starts at 9 o'clock. The very first five people right now win a pair of tickets for the Pat McGee Band. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Again, courtesy of our uh, friends, uh, Ted, uh, with United Airlines. Friend. He's a friend. Yes, that's right. Our just our friend Ted. He'll fly. Uh, of course, we want to chat with you at those very same phone numbers all night long, and we talk to you via the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. That happens with JFK El Jefe, JFK E L J E F E. On top of all that, J Dubs, we also a uh, very last minute booking. I had somebody turn me on to this website, this organization that is just now starting. You know what, guys in the back. Everybody that's calling right now gets Pat McGee tickets. Everybody that wants them right now, everybody that's on hold, that's it. Those are the final people. Those are All those are the final people. No more. Pat McGee. We'll have more a little bit later on, too. Now, here's the thing, J-Dub. So last night I, had this, I, um, I got turned on to this new website called womenagainstbush.org. A friend of mine turned me on to the site. Uh, I checked it out. I really like what they're doing and like what they're doing on this website, like their message. So I've invited in Karen, who I guess is the the person who just started this organization, just started the site. Karen's going to be here hopefully in about the next 15 to 20 minutes in studio to talk about the reasons why women are against the bush. Because I know that we, even if you hear the uh, the new hideout open, there's a little bit more of a political slant in the hideout. Yeah, definitely. Intelligent entertainment. And we are in the nation's capital. A lot of people in the know listen to this show. I know that for a fact. Secret Service agents, FBI, people on the Hill, janitors at the White House. But they're just waiting for me to slip up on something. They aren't listening for content. No, they're listening for J-Dubs' jokes. So... They're listening for me to slip up about kid touching or something. So, yeah, the FCC... So anyway, we're going to have Karen in from womenagainstbush.org. Go check it out right now, and we'll chat with her in 15 minutes. Uh, on the other hand, though, Dubs, how was your day today? I know we were talking about the weather. Did you have a good day? Yeah, it was really good. I mean, all I did mostly was sit inside and play Madden, but we went out shopping, too. We, bought, uh, we did our grocery shopping. I was up early. I uh, went to go work out at, like, I don't know, 8.45 this morning, tanned. I am beet red from tanning. 
I'm so excited because I'm going home. I'm going to Dallas. But the other thing that I did this afternoon was watch Old School for probably, I don't know, the seventh or eighth time. Is that not the greatest movie? Oh, it is one of the funniest movies out there. Will Ferrell is a comedic genius. That is such an outstanding movie. And it's way better than that piece of crap you gave me, Super Troopers. I don't know how you cannot like that movie. I When I called you, you were laughing. All right, there's one part in Super Troopers. If anybody's ever seen Super Troopers, there's one part where one of the cops is using the radar gun to see how fast he is going with himself. That was the only part in the movie that made me laugh at all. And I just happened to call you at that part. Yes, you did. And it's strange. It's weird. It's a matter of timing. Coincidences happen. I'll tell you this. Super Troopers is Reno 911 light. I, Reno 911 came out because of Super Troopers, because it was a big cult hit. You know why? Why? Because at Reno 911 saw every possible joke there was that Super Troopers missed out on. To I, me, I don't see that they missed out on very many at all. I don't understand how this movie, this Super Troopers, everybody told me this is the greatest thing. Oh, it's hilarious. Super Troopers was supposed to be the funniest thing. It wasn't funny. It was like a, it was like a group of my buddies got together, put on uh, uniforms, like police uniforms, and pretended to do crazy things. There wasn't, there was no plot. There was, there, there was no, a plot. There was, there were no they're, jokes. They're trying to keep their jobs. There were no sight gags. What do you need a sight gag for? There was, if you need a sight gag, go see Carrot Top. There wasn't even a hot chick in the movie. There were no hot women. It was a low-budget film. You can't, you can't expect them to have all the hot chicks. Why do you think it was so funny? I mean, it was just well-written. It was a lot of comedy. It was joke after joke after joke. It was hack joke after hack no, joke after wasn't. hack joke. No, it wasn't. There was, I, I did not see one unoriginal joke in the whole movie. Maybe a couple, but... Well, they should have stolen a few to make it funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, like you? Stole, stole a few jokes so you can make this, uh, this show funny? It was hack. It was definitely hack. And so, anyway, I just wanted to say... I don't know how you can call it hack after I see... Maybe maybe it is hack to people who like the movies you like. You like the uh, summer catch-type movies, the real gay uh, Freddie Prince Juniors. You know, I'm kind of upset because on, on Fox, I guess, tonight, there's a Freddie Prince Jr. movie with Ashton Kutcher and uh, a couple of other people. I see you laugh hysterically at the movie Sugar and Spice. <laughs> It's a great flick, man. It's not a great flick. In fact, the more that I think about it, baseball season's coming up. We got the uh, uh, NABA Newshounds, Falls Church Newshounds, and the National Adult Baseball Association of Washington, D.C. We got our season coming up pretty soon. And I think I'm going to bust out Summer Catch. I think it's about that time for me to sit there, watch Freddie Prince Jr. try to court Jessica Biel as he's playing in the Cape Cod League up in New England. You don't understand how great that movie is. That movie... Is... Oh, I, I understand fully. I paid three bucks for it at Walmart for you for Christmas. And I thank you. You know, now that I think about it, I got a lot of guilty pleasures like that. I know you do. Uh, what else? Every time I go over to your house, you're watching some dumb USA movie. You know what? I, yeah, She's All That. Yeah, She's All That's another one. All or, right. uh, yeah, I watch She's All That in the theaters. Now, who you... Now, who are you referring to as someone light in the pants if you saw that in the movie theater? I got drugged there by uh, by some hooker. I don't know. I can't remember who I was with, but I, I remember not wanting to be there. 
All right. Now Bone Daddy says, Super Troopers was a sweet homage to Bill Murray-like comedies of the 80s, and it ruled. Bone Daddy, you're better than that. Bone Daddy knows movies. It, but uh, Bone Daddy, what do you think of Summer Catch? Summer Catch? All right. Now, not to say anything against our buddy Bone Daddy on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger, I don't know if he was a baseball player. I don't care if he's a baseball player. He's a movie aficionado. I don't know if he understands the ins and outs of the Cape Cod League and how much it means to those who are in college baseball. Because in college baseball, you the, the cream of the crop go up to the Cape Cod League. For and the, you never made it there. That's why you're crying right now. For the summer to play in the Wood Bat League, that's <laughs> where all the professional scouts go to check this out. That is an outstanding movie. It's about being on the verge of making it big. And you, J-Dubs, should be able to relate to that. Instead, you're watching... I've Super already made it. You should be watching Super Troopers. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. People are asking me if I'm going to see Hellboy or The Punisher next month. Hellboy, I've heard, is good. It looks... It looks cheesy as hell, though. I can't get into anything where the main character is... Way too animated. Yeah, yeah. That's why I've never seen the Hulk. Exactly. I can't go see the Hulk because of that reason. It's tough. I can suspend disbelief to a point, but now when the main character is supposed to be completely animated. I was willing to suspend disbelief for the Hulk if everybody was saying it was good, but everybody right when it came out was saying it was just terrible. So I never went and saw it. But people are actually saying Hellboy is a decent movie. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. All right, see, now I'm confirmed. Bone Daddy says he was replaced by a girl in Little League. That doesn't make you a bad person. You're still a very good guy. You're a very funny guy. But he, he says he hasn't even he, seen Summer Catch. But he doesn't know movies because he's been kicked out of the baseball. He may not know comedy if he thinks Super Troopers <laughs> was hilarious. And how I know many people who think Super Troopers is hilarious. I want to hear from him. I defy one person to call up and say, Bone Daddy just told you. I want to hear them on the phone. Phone Daddy call him. I want to hear them say Super Troopers is better than Reno 911. I want to hear them lie to my face. 866-277-4969. If you want to call in and lie to my face, I'm fine with that. Let's hear it, though. I don't believe Super Troopers was a great move. I can't believe I'm wasting an entire segment of the show on Super Troopers. But this is something i got to get out of in the air. What? What was? Tell me one bad hack joke out of it. Here's the thing about that movie. It's not memorable. I don't remember a, a single thing except for him using the radar gun to see how fast he, he was going with himself. Mark, welcome into the hideout. Hey. What up, brother? Hey, I totally agree with you. My brother pumped me up huge uh, for the Super Troopers for Christmas. He's like, are you going to get something to get? He gives me the movie. I'm totally psyched about this movie, and I watch it, and I'm like, this is it. Like, I seriously did not laugh through the whole thing, but I agree with you about the old school thing. I've seen the movie like 10, 15 times. Great movie. Yeah, oh, it's such a funny movie. That's, Absolutely. A, that's the thing. Do it again. It's so good when it touches my lips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when he's taking the, uh, beer the, uh, the beer bog. Will Ferrell outstanding. Thank you, bro. You're welcome. Later on. Later. There it is. There's the one call I wanted. But there's about five on there that say Super Troopers is great, so well, go to them. We need go to them. We need to take a break because Karen. <laughs> All right, I'll go to them. I love dubs. Get so upset. Jeff, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I just want to let you know the Super Troopers. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. What happened? <laughs> you dick. Why are you cutting people off? <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Your phone got cut off. Give me a call back. 866-277-4969. I really do apologize. We got the, we're using the Ronifest phone lines right now, and occasionally they'll cut people off. 
Um, let's go to John. John, welcome into the hideout. What's up, boys? What's up, brother? The movie had the greatest Ted Owl scenes in a long time. You think so? I don't even I remember. I think so. I think so. The movie sucked, but the, 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 it's memorable because of the Ted Owl thing. All right, you're referring what? to boobs. Boobies. <laughs> These are the people who are agreeing with you, Dubs. He has a catchphrase. You can't knock him for that. Ta-da. How you like me now? Derek, welcome, man. Hey, how you doing? What's up, brother? Uh, Super Troopers was a good movie. I mean, it was funny. I was drunk most of the time, but it was a funny movie. Now, here's the thing. If you have to be drunk to enjoy the movie, is he it legitimately a funny drunk. movie? He said he no, was drunk. No, I wasn't drunk to see the movie. I was drinking while I was watching several different movies. All right, I, I I say, and I don't know how you're going to do this, go back and watch it sober, and you're not going to laugh. You'll laugh once whenever he's using the red. But I'm gun. saying, you're going for summer catch. You might as well watch Major League if you're going to watch that. Major League was good. Major League yeah. is all, Major League still makes me cry to this day. It shouldn't make you cry, though. I don't understand that. The Indians win it. The Indians win it. Oh, my God, the Indians win it. You aren't supposed to be feeling that way during a comedy movie. When when Wesley Snipes rounds third and Tom Berenger is running towards first after laying down the bunt, and Wesley Snipes does that slide in, and again he says, the Indians win it, the Indians win it, oh my God, the Indians win it. I got goosebumps now. I want to cry right now. The only reason you should cry is because you have the uh, wild thing. Some, uh, wild Thing glasses on right now. You know what? Every time, whenever Rick Vaughn comes out to Wild Thing... Uh, at the end in the championship game or in the playoff game or whatever it is, goosebumps. Complete goosebumps. You imagine what it's like to come out to your music, to come in to save the game against the Yankees? <sighs> That's life. <laughs> that, my friend, is things you want to live You don't know that feeling either, so I, how are you uh, equating anything? Hey, Jeff, sorry for getting cut off earlier. What did you want to say? Censorship is an ugly thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, it is. I agree. Uh, anyway, Super Troopers was good. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're such a dick. What happened? He gets given cut off. Jeff, give us a call back. Michael, welcome into the hideout. Hi, how you doing? What's up, buddy? It's fine. I have to say, though, Super Troopers is much better than Reno 911. There's no way you can compare the two. No way. In, no way. No way in hell. The, Reno 911 was a funny, funny show, but they could never make a full movie about it. The chicks are... They did. It was called Super Troopers. Super Troopers came out before Reno 911. How can you see? You say that? That whole thing should have just been a 30-minute sitcom, and not, I shouldn't have had to sit there for an hour and 45. Yeah, but Reno 911 is just cheesy, lame comedy. That's what Super Troopers was. No, Super Troopers had a plot. I swear to God, it did. And the, and the women What's in Reno 911 were hotter, too. What? Mike, welcome into the hideout. Hey, two scenes. One, really hilarious, bust to the gut. I never cried so hard. And another scene was just kind of subtle. The scene that had me dying was when they were in the back of the patrol car and that guy had just swallowed all that pot and he was losing. Right at the beginning. freaking out. That was, maybe, I couldn't stop laughing. Maybe, that, maybe that's why I don't think it's funny, because you've never been real high before. I've never been high before in my life. So you mean only drug, ad, drug addicts can find this movie funny? Everybody who smoked pot in high school is a drug addict now? Yes. That's what Bush says. Adam, welcome into the hide. Oh, wait, he did too, didn't he? Well, yeah. here's, here's, like here's actually what I want you to do. You need to sit down and watch that movie from a different perspective. I've been a cop for nine years. Let me tell you something. That movie was hysterical. What you got to do is when you sit down, you got to watch that movie and try and put yourself in the shoes of a police officer and just watch all the things that they do wrong 
and you will laugh until your socks come off. Or, or put yourself in the position of the people getting pulled over and just how weird just that would be. how freaked out they must have been. Yeah. Oh, we're already pulled over. You know, how can we pull over any further? Or for that matter, when during the meow scene when he's sitting there going meow nine times. I used to do that all the time when I worked at Big Cheese Pizza. When people would be ordering pizza, I, everything after I, everything would be like, and that will be fourteen ninety five meow. I'll tell you right now, you got a lot of police officers listen to your show. Practically my whole shift listens to your show. When, Thank you when very I'm much. Going A to B. And I'll tell you, it is one of the funniest, most hysterical movies. Police officers refer to it all the time. Every department's got our own Farva. We, you know, and you always, and I've switched it's far. twice since that Farva. movie. And you always look for the one guy that you can refer to, hey, that's Farva. That's the department's Farva. This is the guy. This is the loser that nobody wants to be around. It's always full of negativity and is always sticking his foot in his mouth. Hey, Farva, what's that restaurant with all the stuff on the wall you like a lot? <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Look at this. All right, Adam. You talking about shenanigans? movies ever made. Thank you, thank you officer Adam. You talking about shenanigans? And now, I wonder if you're talking about shenanigans, right? Now, he thinks it's funny just because it's about his business. <laughs> That's why you think, think uh, Summer Catch is funny, because you play baseball. But I don't think it's funny i'm talking uh, about that's why you think it's good though i'm talking about as a comedic movie this is what hilarious. i'm asking you it's hilarious like office space is a funny movie and i've never worked in a cubicle in my life and it is still universally funny super troopers is not the same funny jake welcome into the hideout are you that bitch funny, man i think you're the only one who thinks that movie wasn't funny everybody i know thought it was hilarious i've had 17 callers so far no Tell you haven't talk. you've had two Two callers say it sucked, and the rest of them said it's great. Well, I bet you got a bunch lined up, too. That movie was great. The scene with the bear, I'm not going to get into it, but yeah. that scene was great. I mean, nobody didn't laugh at that. Yeah, I didn't, and I know funny. You do, you do not. Mike, welcome into the hideout. You there? Yeah, I'm there. What's up, Yeah, I'm on the show, because I'm the only one that knows funny around here. Go ahead, bro. Man, the Super Troopers was hysterical. They had a syrup-eating race. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? That's only funny if you live in Vermont. That was one, everywhere. two, it's three, syrup. You do it. Hey, you know what? Maybe we should do that with uh, Sideshow and Bateman. Whoever loses their stunt has to uh, chug syrup. That was oh, interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see someone die of a sugar rush. Get a diabetic to do it. And just the cops, the big bushy mustaches. That's funny. Was that guy Mexican? That's the only thing I liked about the movie. <laughs> They had, a they, Mexican, they, they had a Mexican lead. They always make fun of him, like, just for different races. Yeah, he thinks I'm Mexican. You are? Um, oh, I got this. Stacy shows live tonight. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. I heard it was on CD. But... Great. That means Bateman has it. Because that was the other. He has uh, to sit in there in shame. That was the other controversy last weekend. The fact that Bateman was hitting on, alleged that a three-way could have happened with, uh, with uh, excuse me, Stacy from the Stacy Show. Wow. All right, let me go over here. Bone Daddy telling me back. All right, the IMDb ratings. Summer Catch, 4.4. Super Troopers, 6.2. Those people know movies. Those people don't know baseball. And they obviously you, you don't, don't know... need to know baseball to know a good movie. And they don't, they don't know comedy either. All right. Well, there it is. I still say... I win. I don't think you won. Scoreboard, bitch. That's true. All right, fair enough. All right, do we need to take a commercial break? Yeah. All right, is uh is our lady here yet? Is Karen here yet from um the thing? 
from the thingy thingy? No? Okay. Well, let's still take a break and come back because I was going somewhere with all this before you sidetracked me on this whole Super Troopers idiotic debate, which I won. <laughs> when we take a break and when we come back, and I'm so excited, you want to talk about great movies. La Bamba. That's a great movie. And I got a whole fear concerning La Bamba coming up next because I'm flying. I'll tell you about it in a second. I got a whole thing that I'm going to need some help through as we take a very quick commercial break. We're going to come back. It's the hideout. It's on 106.7. I'm El Jefe. That is J Dubs. Uh, WJFK. El Jefe. J Dubs. In front of my babies, you got porn on. Homo shows up in here. What kind of freak ass is this? You two motherfuckers need Jesus. El Jefe. J Dubs. El Jefe. I have a very professional, broadcast-quality radio voice. No, no, voice. no, you have a top 40 gay voice. That's what you have. J-Dubs. My voice <laughs> caters the retard. LFA and J-Dubs. Live till 11 on 106.7 WJFK. What do they call you? Sponge tongue? Square tongue or no, something? No, uh, Sergeant Sponge Tongue. That's what it is. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That's what all the kids are calling me on the chat boards. That's J-Dubs. And uh, it's Saturday night hanging out with you, feeling good tonight. Um, a beautiful, beautiful night uh, in the nation's capital. Again, looking to chat it up with you via the AOL for Broadband Instant Message. Uh, that is uh, JFKL Hefe, E-L-J-E-F-E. Or at 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Going to have more tickets to uh, go see the Pat McGee Band at Club Daedalus coming up uh, on April 6th, courtesy of TED, part of United Airlines. For fun times and even better airfare, fly TED. United. Um, it, it was so funny, our, our guest, Karen, from womenagainstbush.org, is lost, unfortunately. Lost in Fairfax. Lost in a sea of whiteness. She's like she's in Centerville right now. Oh, I, even uh, more whiteness. We um, beautiful. You know, we talk about Centerville. Remember, I did the appearance yeah. at Shade Tree. Well, I did an, another appearance this past week at Beth in Bethesda at Tommy Joe's. I'm gonna say this now, even though I live in Silver Spring. Yeah. I'm a Virginia guy. For the long, oh, yeah. for the longest time, we've had this kind of discussion, and I've always wondered. Almost like, you know, uh, like regions fighting against each other. and Like, which does Northern Virginia, how does it compare to D.C.? How does it com compare to Maryland? How does that all work out? I always wonder this when it, when it comes to women. I always wonder this when it concerns fun. And I realize you go to a place like the Shade Tree in Centerville, and the people are a lot more warm. They're warmer. They, they're just more outgoing. Exactly. They're, yeah. they're ready to party. They, they're, no inhibitions. They're not worried about running into a co-worker. They just want to go. They're not worried about sparking up a cigarette. They want to go have a Miller Lite, hang out, and party. And maybe show me some breasts. All right? And that was, you know, that's fun. I go to Tommy Joe's, nothing against the place. The place seemed fun, but it was a very snooty. It's like the, that, was, that was the beautiful people. Yeah. You know what I mean? People were like in their suits. It was the very, you know what it was? It's the difference. Now I understand what people talk about when they say in the belt, inside the beltway. Tommy Joe's to me was a very inside the beltway kind of place. I didn't feel comfortable because every it looked like people were judging me. 
I'm sitting there with... Oh, they were. With Jag and... Trust me, and, they were judging. And Dave Joy. You can't blame him for that. You're, uh, you're a very mean, bald, Mexican-looking guy. Well, I still I believe I have a lovable side to me. But at first glance, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, that's the other thing. People think I'm really mean. They look at me and they just think, stay away. But I'm, I'm a teddy bear. I'm a nice guy. Don't shake your head, Bateman. I know you want to hug me. 866-277-4969. Just wondering if people have found the same thing when they go, because I know a lot of people right now, are, you know, they're getting ready to go get, you know, put on the drinking boots. And I would rather party in Virginia. But I tell you this, I'd rather live in Maryland. Why? I like, I knew I want you to move to Maryland. I really don't want to move to Maryland. It's a lot better living. It seems, you think? It seems like you're living more in the city. It, it does have that Fairfax, feel to it. This is the thing. Fairfax, Centerville. It, it's a suburb feel. It's the same. It, that could be anywhere. That was Lansing. Yeah. I, I, I do agree with that in some some forms. But I just kind of I kind of like the uh, not-so-city feel, even though when I was living downtown, I think that was the funnest time I've had since I've been out here. Bone Daddy says they're afraid of you, but they've never seen you fight. <laughs> True. And that's the other thing. I look. I try to have this whole look of being mean so that nobody will mess with me. Because if it came down to it, anybody could whoop my ass. And I mean that. Out of all the I people, proved it. Uh, out of everybody that works on this show, that Dubs could whoop my ass, and he did. I know Bateman could whoop my ass. Sideshow could whoop my ass. Punani could probably beat me up. No, I don't think Punani could beat you up. Anyway, I just I'm found, not thinking. I just found that interesting that I had more fun partying in northern Virginia at the Shade Tree, then I would have had more fun at Tommy I tell you this, though, the women were better looking at Tommy Jones. But they weren't interested. They wanted people with ties on. They didn't want guys with seven-inch goatees. They weren't into that. Why? I don't know. I say stuck up. Dubs, I'm so excited. I finally, after two years, am going home. Yeah. I'm going, going back to Texas. Woohoo. I haven't seen my family in what is maybe, I say two years almost. Yeah. I haven't, and especially like extended families, like grandmothers and grandfathers and stuff, I haven't seen in probably two years. I'm surprised. I tell you this, I'm very lucky too. I haven't lost a grandparent yet. Now, I've lost a step-grandparents. And to right me, when you fly in, now it's going to happen. To me, they don't Grandma, count. Grandma's dropping. Well, that's why I got to get home, because I get these calls from my mom all the time. She's like, man, Juanito's going to die soon. My mom calls me with the same stuff about my grandpa. Hey, uh, grandpa's got a lot of cancer going. No, he doesn't. You know what? The doctor says so, but I don't think he does. Let me tell you this. I remember there was a time when I was a kid that we would have to go to Mexico all the time because my great-grandmother was on her deathbed. And so it never failed. Every eight months, we were traveling down to Matamoros or wherever it was. This place was like 30 minutes inside. So yeah. It wasn't even like it was on the border. It was like inside. You had to drive on dirt roads. And I swear, and not to say, not to bad mouth, because that's the way they live, but it was dirt on the floor. Like, it was the dirt yeah. floor. It was, yeah, it was it. a little Pueblo. And I it was like one of those old school basements, but that's what, that's what the whole house was. And my cousins hated me down in Mexico because here comes... They call me white. They call me Weddle. You are. No. You're so white. Look at me, man. I'm tanning. You're tanning. When you know when you have to tan, you know you're white now. 
It's not my fault that my mother is fair-skinned. Your mother's not fair-skinned. I don't know how you got so white. She's fair-skinned. She's your complexion. She no. Could, she could easily be your mother, except she's not fat enough. Oh, come on. Your mom's plenty fat enough. You know that. She really is. My mom's a behemoth. You know who my mom reminds me of? And I started calling her this, and she got pissed. Called her Roseanne. My mom, she has like that Roseanne attitude, too. Oh, does she? Yeah. She'll yeah, oh, you know what she does? She's a very big smartass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I, I know exactly where I got it. She's like, I got written up at work the other but day. But she's, she's funnier than you. I, I would say she's funnier than you. And you know what? You'd love her. You, I, I think you guys would really get along because she teaches special ed. <laughs> does she tell stories? Yes. My mother is a special ed teacher who tells stories. Maybe we should get her on the phone for a couple of stories. You know, uh, you know our friend Reamer? Mm-hmm. One of his friends that got really drunk and is uh, like a big racist and the, one of the biggest, you know, bigots of any, you know, he'll, he'll pick on anybody. Mm-hmm. He was teaching special ed for a summer, and you should have heard the stories he came back with. We should maybe try to get him on the phone. Really? Yeah. I feel Not bad, him, though. but Reamer. I feel bad, though. I mean, those people are supposed to be taking care of those kids. Exactly. That's, that's just to show if anybody has a disabled child. What you, what the the teachers might be saying about them when they when they go home and talk to their friends and have like a have a blooming onion and a margarita? What? Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, completely. What would you do if you had a special kid? Eat it. I, you know, it's just like you're in the wild. You know, a rat. He has a what? he has a, he has a, a baby with one leg. What? He eats it. I'm. Why are you being a shock jock? I try to ask you a serious question related to education. And you're talking about eating it as if it was oh, the I wild? Thought, I thought you meant if, right when it came out. If I was raising it, um, I wouldn't send it to public schools. I know that much. Do you remember having, like, you only had, like, three real special kids in your school? Yeah. At least it was with me. And you don't know why they're in your school, Unlike you know the rest of the kids that usually went to a special school, mm-hmm. but they let like they let like a token three in, and they have uh, one teacher that walks around with them all day, pushes their uh, their chair around, and I remember the mean things that used to happen to these kids. Like they'd be rolling down the hall, someone would throw a stick in their spokes or something like that. All right, that someone was you. Don't lie, that someone was you. I threw pencils, not sticks. Don't tell me you were the guy who's picking on. I was the not. special ed kid. I was not. I had to feel better about myself. Blame no one. Just because your mom was the janitor. Yeah. Your mom's office, the janitorial closet, was right next to the classroom, the boiler room, where all the special kids were. It, it was right next to the red carpet room. <laughs> and it's funny. Red it, carpet room. Why is it always like that? That's so true. You know, all the other rooms have, like, some other color carpet, like green in our school, and then just the one special ed room had red carpet for some reason. Man, I feel bad. I feel it's bad. like, you know, you already feel bad enough. Why do I have to go into a room that looks totally different than anybody else's room? And it, you're in high school. Do you really need, like, the ABCs with A, Apple right next to it and all that kind of stuff? You know, like like you're a, in kindergarten. Yeah. And wh- you know what always sucked at my high school, too, was they would always make them go eat first. Like, they they couldn't eat with the rest of the with the rest of the class they made them go to go to lunch first, and it was always so weird because I usually had one of the classes where I was hall monitor or yeah. something, you know. And um, and so you would walk around and you'd see them all sitting together with the teacher standing right over them, 
you know, enjoying their hot their hot plate. What's up, Bateman? Didn't Dubs also uh, put something in some chick's um, spokes in her wheelchair so she couldn't move? See, that's We're... what I'm saying. Didn't you do that? No, it wasn't me. Yeah, you did. It you wasn't me. In the air. You actually, you did. I, I do remember that now. You put like a broomstick or something so she couldn't move. It wasn't me. Oh my god! You must have been talking to BJ or something at the time. It thank wasn't you, me. Thank you, babe. But here's hey, the thing. any update on our uh, our <laughs> our friend Karen? Karen, feel free to call in eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Let's play a little game called Get Karen to JFK. Here's the thing. I think you were talking about how the uh, special ed people got to go to lunch before. It was the same way in our school, but they got to go ahead five minutes before so they could get in line before all of us and get their food and everything. And I agree with it because there's this one special kid who when when in uh, like in high school, before they started doing the five minutes before thing, he would run to the lunch line like in like third grade. Remember when uh, when the bell used to go off in like third grade, you'd book down to the lunch line to be first in line. He would still do that up till his senior year. It was the funniest thing in the world. It got. I think they started doing it earlier because people would trip him while he was running by him. So. I, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. The exact same thing happened at my school. There was one kid who would book through the through the high school, running like a madman, so he could be the first to get his taquitos and Doritos. Wow! I wonder if this is universal at every school. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. But didn't you do that in like third grade? Did, when you were in like middle and elementary school, didn't you? Uh, elementary school. Elementary school. Elementary school. Same thing. Didn't you used to uh, run to the lunch line? No. I know everybody in our school did. No, and the reason is is because I even knew then. I was even self conscious then that I can't be the fat kid running. To the front of the line but, when it was time for school. When it was time for school lunch. But everybody did in our school. I mean, like right when the bell rang, you'd be just you had your foot on the line of the door, just running, and it was a big buffalo herd just run right for that line. What was your favorite thing to eat in school? Favorite thing, uh, the Mexican pizza, and we had, we had what? Yeah, you had Taco Bell. No. It was, a, it was a, a school Mexican pizza. You know what? It was a generic one. How dare Fowlerville Schools, a place that probably doesn't have a single Mexican person, there was have one, a Mexican pizza? There was one Mexican person, uh, Ben Medina's. Oh, no. <laughs> he, would, he would stand at the, at the front of the lunch line on the Mexican aisle because there's a, there's a line for Mexican, a line for uh, like, uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. And uh, he would stand at the Mexican part just uh, thanking everybody as he came to the line for supporting his culture. <laughs> what? Thank you for supporting my culture. I appreciate it. <laughs> what a sellout. You know what? He had to do that. And that, that poor cat, you, pro you guys probably called him Spick, didn't you? No. He, actually, he was one of the more popular kids in school. Great guy. You never called him Spick? Not to his face. And that's what he does to me. Uh, Brandon, welcome into the hideout. What's up, boys? What up, brother? Hey, man, we uh, grew up with this neighborhood kid. He was a really nice guy, and actually, he's um, he grew out of being semi-special, right, and um, really cool dude. Anyhow, um, every time it, he would wait in line, and everybody would say, hey, man, let's call Mark. I don't even remember the guy's name, but Mark would do karate on, on command. It was really cool, and he was like a, oh, like a, that, what's that cartoon character, the dog that did karate all the time, it was just like him. You know what I'm talking about. From uh, it doesn't matter, but it was so cool, man. He would do it, and he'd he say, "Hey, go hit that kid," and, he, and um, 
He would do it. He would do everything. He was really strong, too, man. It was amazing. He wasn't that big, and he, 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 he was really cool. And uh, We had the same thing at our school, but he would rap on command. And it was, his name was Jimmy, so we called him Blimmy. Hey, Blimmy, throw us a rhyme. And he'd start rapping and everything. Rap about oh, some stupid stuff. Now, is, hold on, let me ask you guys. Is this wrong? Okay, go ahead. And he would also, he was on the wrestling team, too. So oh, he would, yeah. He would uh, be on the bus with us to go to wrestling meets. And one time, he, he actually holds the uh, record for the, uh, for, the, for the fastest pin. And... Uh, at this match, it was uh, Blimmy versus uh, Blimmy, uh, Evil Blimmy, because they looked exactly the same. It's like two retards, and they just lined up against each other and ran at each other, and whoever fell on top of each other won. It was the funniest thing you'd ever seen in your life. That's the worst. And it was so funny because he actually won a medal at that tournament, so he wore it as a necklace for the rest of the year, his, uh, his wrestling medal. Well, good for him. What? Real, fa real fast that I'm out of here. Do you know what else this guy would do? Oh. So cool. If you told him, you know, say like a bad word, he would do it. It was amazing to say the N word, dirty Mexican. That's yeah. not cool. It is cool. Dirty Mexican is very cool. No. <laughs> Jesus. What is this? Do you not realize you're talking to El Jefe? El Jefe and J Dubs. We don't put up with that. And why is it you always... call me at home? I'll, I'll laugh all day long at that. And why is it that you always get them to do that kind of stuff? What? <laughs> to shout the the curse words or the or the racial slurs, doing karate on command, you know how much fun that would have been. And, you're, and, what, and But you know what? That is kind of cool, though. Like, is it is it cool because it's like letting them do their thing? Because maybe he really is good at karate, and that's his thing. Well, yeah. Your, I mean, your that, kid was a rapper yeah, I mean, and a wrestler. He's, he's shafy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's so, that's so inside. That's our buddy at WRIF. Who thinks he's a rapper, and uh, he he uh, manages Sabu in the AWWL. Yeah, exactly. AWWL.net. Um, <laughs> but maybe it's good because they're doing they're doing their thing. But at your expense. Yeah. But they're still having fun. You know they're having fun and they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Steve, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys. What up, brother? That last caller is going to hell. I can't believe he just compared a a, hen, a handicapped person to Hong Kong Fooey, the cartoon. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> if that's I what mean, the kid did, that's what he did. Yeah, but these kids are not there for... Their entertainment. That, that's the whole thing, though. Even the teachers, at least the, the ones that we know that teach special ed, they would come home and like just tell all these stories and be laughing their ass off the whole time. That is so oh, wrong. that is so sad. Yeah, I agree, man. That's really shady. I mean, I, I got kids. Your you mom's know. one of them. I know. I'm telling you, my mom is a horrible person. I'm not going to lie. Horrible and person. You, and, and who was it that compared their mom to Roseanne? That was me. <laughs> your mom should knock your head off. What? Dude, I'm just telling the truth, brother. What do you want me to do? Lie? Not a liar? I love her. A couple more of these, and I guess Karen just showed up from uh, womenagainstbush.org. Cho Lu? Yeah. What's up, bro? Hey, man, I was just thinking about this. Uh, one kid, he wasn't special, but uh, like he spoke no English, so like, we would like tell him to say certain words, and he would do it. What, was he foreign or what? Yeah, yeah. Well, those people aren't retarded. They're just foreign. They just don't know the language. Hey, it was just you have funny. to exploit whatever you can in high school. And is that is that? But you know what's so funny is that that's what we do in radio. Yeah. If we could find somebody like that, it would be gold. Mm -hmm. 
God damn, we need to get us a radio tard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Tolu. All right, later. What kind of name is Tolu? Matthew, welcome into the hideout. You there? Hello? Yeah, what's up? Uh, tell Hefe. This is Hefe. You're on the air, bro. Hey, man, how you doing? All right, what's up? I kind of got something off the subject. Um, I'm a local DJ. Mm-hmm. Having a birthday bash tonight. Is And J-Dubs to uh, come out. Oh, you're having a party? Yeah, man. What? I always do your show about this time because I'm uh, usually leaving my house and getting ready to go downtown and I uh, enjoy the show. Are you there? Yeah, where are you at? Wh- uh, what's your party? Is it at HFS? No, it's actually Honolulu Nightclub, 18th and Connecticut Street. So you you really like you have a club? This is this is your party DJ? <laughs> yeah, man, this is a real party. For real? You know, I uh, I was listening to your show about this time, and uh, you know I've been meaning to call you guys and invite you to come out sometime. It's a hot spot. Right on. I'm down with that. What's the name of the place again? Honolulu Nightclub, 18th and Connecticut Street. All right. You gonna put us on the guest list? Hell yeah, man. All right, put us down. Um, my, um, are, you want our real name? No, nah, we can just use the fake names. <laughs> All right, yeah, cool. You can just use the fake names, that's cool. All right, thanks, Matthew. All right, thank you. I right, see you. I was going to give him Chad Dukes, an Oscar's name. Oh, oh. I can't make it out there. That way our boys could go down. I was I was trying to tell you, that's why our mics were down. Give them pick a star party. What, the Pat McGee band? Yeah, the Pat McGee band. <laughs> Congratulations, Matthew, if you want to call back. You're going to see the Pat McGee band, courtesy of Ted. Fly, fly fun. That's our party. That's our party. That's we party with Ted. I actually would be uh, excited to go out to a, a club like that one night. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to go to Dream It's again at some point. That looked like a lot of fun. Like if it was just like if one fight night, if one get my ass kicked, that looked like that'd be a lot of fun. All right. I guess we need to take a break. Yeah. Because Karen is here. So, very interesting website that we found. Um, WomenAgainstBush.org. And as you can imagine, you know, the obvious jokes are there, but they're, but they're kind of, they're, they're after that, almost in a sense. They're, it's just they got this whole, like, sex in the city, like, mentality thing going on. So, we got a couple of women who are coming in. Um, as you know, I am a feminist. I know. And Dubs is not. I don't know what I am. Dubs believes that women should be barefoot and pregnant. No, nah, not pregnant. I don't need to deal with that. When are you Just barefoot and cooking. When are you and your chick going to get uh, hitched? Not even hitched. When are you going to have a baby? <laughs> when am I going to be Uncle Hefe? N- not for another five or six years, probably. Really? Yeah, it's going to be a while. I, be- I say accident. No. That would be so great. No. That would be so great if you called me like Hefe. I need money for an abortion. <laughs> I don't need money. I just need... All I need is uh, steel-toed boots. Do you have any... That's wrong. That is... How are we about to have women in from a feminist organization and you were saying that? I don't know. I mean, I'm... I'm Apologize. Just... I'm sorry. Christ. You know how uncomfortable... The they next... don't need to be steel-toed. You know how uncomfortable the next segment is going to be? Why? Because of you. Let's take a quick commercial break. Coming back. How intelligent entertainment next. Dubs, I suggest you keep your mic off. It's the hideout. El Jefe and J Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The hideout featuring El Jefe and J Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to fork the a hole right out of you. The hideout. 
J-Dubs. Big country, booty, big country. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you where y'all need to go. Where they got more women than anywhere. Five. Chris on Sunday night. Nope. Street race on phone. Y'all way off. I give y'all a hint. Everybody's been there. Wait. Spit it out. Church. Oh, Please. Nobody going to church to catch no bitches. Looking for black boxes. I like to know that a woman is just stupid enough to have me. Dubs FFA on 106.7 WJF. It is Saturday night. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Looking forward to a very intelligent conversation coming up. You want me to leave? Unlike everything that's happened in the first hour of the show. Uh, by the way, um, congratulations. The next five callers win pairs of tickets to see the Pat McGee Band Tuesday, April 6th, live in concert. Tickets are courtesy of Ted, part of United Airlines. Giving away tickets to see the Pat McGee Band for you and a friend for fun times and even better airfare. Flight Ted. The Pat McGee Band will be playing at Club Daedalus, located at 1010 Vermont Avenue in Washington, D.C. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 9. So the next five callers right now. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. This Ted thing is really catching on. It really is. Um, Ted, part of United, they've got this whole thing going on. And, you know, get the word out there, having people go see a great band like Pat McGee. I'm all over Ted. Pat McGee Band. Again, uh, five callers right now. 866-277-4969. Automatic winners. We're just hanging out with your brothers. They'll have fan J-Dubs in the hideout. Uh, Bateman, let's go ahead and bring in our guests. Um, Dubs, as you know, I am what I affectionately term a feminist. Uh, it's funny when you say that, because you say that only when we're having these type of guests in. Don't but, lie. But normally, you're as crude and uh, woman-hating as me. I'm not a woman-hater at all. You I, are. I'm not. In fact, more than anything else, I believe that I stand up for a woman's right for everything, to be completely equal in all parts that are humanity. That is me. That is what I stand for. I am El Jefe. That's why you date hermaphrodites. That don't hate on me. I'm not. <laughs> um, Karen, welcome into the hideout. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming in. And I guess Carol does not want to talk with us today. But we will talk. We will just wave to Carol. Um, <laughs> Be the silent observer. Did you have trouble come, finding the place, obviously? Well, just a little. Uh, west on sixty, west on uh, 50 from 66 doesn't exactly get you here. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I apologize. Yeah, you, you have to uh, when it flips over from Lee Jackson. There's another way. I'll be honest. When I first got hired here and tried to come out here, I got completely lost, too, and I didn't know where I was. So I apologize for leading you astray. That's fine. It's one of the risks of living in the city and staying there so much of my time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Karen is here from a website that I found, Doves. In fact, I'm on the AOL for Broadband right now checking it out. Womenagainstbush.org. That's it. Uh, now, I was looking for this today. When I was, uh, you know, uh, trying to get some background on this whole thing, and you would imagine what I found. You know, I found a lot of clean shaven. That's all I'm going to say. A lot you know, of leave it a lot of fun picks. Otherwise known I, as double entendres. That, you know, I I didn't complain. 
Did you even did you even eventually make it to their site? If I'm buying clean shaven, I'm not going to make it to any other site. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what is womenagainstbush.org? Womenagainstbush.org is a political committee to try and get women um, age 18 to 30 active in this election. Women in that age group um, have a sad tendency not to vote. They're actually the least likely to vote of all the demographics. So our goal is to actually get them energized, give them something fun, fashionable, exciting uh, that you know they associate with voting, and then get them to the polls. That is the most important thing because, Doves, how, no matter what our political leaning is, I think we all agree that voting is what's most important about anything. I like the shirts she has on. Thank you. Our shirts are very exciting. We're actually going to have a launch party on April 1st, mm -hmm. and that's when we're going to be launching our merchandise as well. We've got this very fun Kiss Bush Goodbye logo. I don't know if you saw it on the website or not, but uh, anyone who joins our organization as of April 1st is also going to get a pair of panties. For your ah. $25 membership, you get a pair of panties. Now, what do those say on it? Well, you have an option of a thong or a regular pair of panties. The thongs have bush free zone on them nice and the panties say kiss bush with a little lips on the front goodbye on the back now what i would have done not <laughs> nothing against your design but i would have gone with a with a george w bush with the uh gene simmons tongue coming out you know? <laughs> kiss, kiss, bush goodbye yeah okay. okay there probably would have been some copyright licensing issues don't there. matter it's but the you, internet you are, you are a marketing genius dubs. i'll give you this i'll make sure i submit something like that to our graphic designer yeah why not we want hideout on that though we want to put the hideout in there somewhere uh, obviously, you're kind of using a whole sexual thing. There. Is that part of the plan to get to people excited? Definitely. We're, uh, our, our website is very much sex in the city meets politics. The idea is, I mean, how much do women love and relate to sex in the city? That kind of fun, fashionable, women on their own, independent. It's about the girls. It's about having a good time, you know, and moving that on to the next step of trying to get that positive association with voting. So we get these girls to to have a, a party where they're, you know, celebrating women against Bush, having cocktails, registering to vote, and then going to the polls after that because if they think sex and polls, great. <laughs> right, so you, you're, Talk slower. You're, Talk slower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold on. Let me get us some mood music. Um, <laughs> one thing, though, about, about I never understood sex in the city. I never. Maybe it's because I'm a guy. Maybe it's because I have man me. But I never understood what the allure was of that show. I only had uh, HBO for like one season of it, and I loved it for the season I had. Why? You know, it's the whole thing seemed almost against the point, especially when you see how it ended up. They weren't really independent women because the whole thing was about them having to find the perfect guy to complete themselves. No. I don't think so. If you look at the end of the show, the show ends with Carrie getting back to New York, the city that w it was all about Carrie's relationship with the city. And then, yeah, there's there's Mr. Big, and we finally learn his 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 first name. Mm -hmm. But she's back in the city. The last scene is with her girls. He calls. It's not we're moving in together or we're married. It's yeah, hey, what's up? Okay, we'll see you soon. Okay, well maybe I don't know. Because like I said, I didn't watch a whole lot of it, and I've got the whole complete season five on dvd 
Cause you I do? Just, I got it free here at the state. Oh, did you? I can't turn down anything. No. Free. <laughs> you can you can hock it at yeah. the very least. Exactly. I should have brought it in for the ladies. I'm you sorry. You should. I'm missing that season. Are I you really? I haven't gotten that one yet. Well, we'll have you back in sometime, and that'll be your uh, your thank you gift. Let me ask, are you, fem- are you a feminist? Do you consider yourself feminist? Because sometimes that's a dirty word. I know, and I think that's really unfortunate that it's a dirty word. I, I think that... I like it dirty. <laughs> I think that with with this Women Against Bush movement, you know, our our actual running organization, as you see on our website, is Running in Heels, and that's that Running in Heels is the pack that's running this project, Women Against Bush, and so you see kind of a more feminine side to what could be called a feminist movement, but this is much more about trying to be inclusive of women who probably wouldn't necessarily call themselves feminists, because unfortunately there are some negative connotations to that. Well, let's define that, because I call myself a feminist. I think dudes can be feminists. What is a feminist? Exactly, and that, I think that's an excellent question, because it's Thank something you. that's different to, uh, to every person that defines it. If a feminist is someone who believes in women's rights and believes that women should be equal, should be that these issues should be on the, in the forefront of our minds as we're setting policy for this country, then you know, that's, an excellent, that's an excellent definition of feminist. Why do you guys want to be equal? <laughs> Don't you have it good enough? No. <laughs> Actually, we want to be more than equal. We make up more than 50% of the population. I think we should be more than equal. <laughs> 54%, in fact. And I'm a staunch... Bl- I just dubs... I, don't, I seriously don't understand how you could have a, a, a human being not quote-unquote be equal and not have the same rights to their bodies that, that dudes do. I don't, I don't even know what kind of a society we, we would live in. That's the Taliban. That's what they're doing in Afghanistan. Well, you know, as a um, white male, I just want to keep whatever I have. As the <laughs> devil. Exactly. I'm the devil. Now, you find the old-school feminists, maybe, um, you know, the ladies who were like, doing their thing in the 60s and stuff. Your bra burners? Right. Do you find them kind of taken aback by you guys thrusting out sexuality a little bit more than they did? I've actually had some conversations with people at some of our historically feminist organizations, and they've been really interesting conversations because they're commending our effort at trying to bring a group of women in that wouldn't necessarily vote and get them voting. So it's not about being us versus them. It's about us targeting a population that otherwise might not actually vote in this election. And when they do vote, they usually vote two to one Democrat. So if we can get their attention, whatever it takes within reason, of course, uh, to get them to the polls. Look, I'm to the point right now, I'm so fed up, whatever it takes. I need a little convincing, actually. Um, I certainly never thought I'd be running a website that was uh, encouraging women to take their panties to the polls, so to speak. Uh, We're talking with Karen from womenagainstbush.org. Um, I guess we'll get into the the actual meat of the situation, if, now, if you will. You said they're getting free panties with their membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, how big do the panties come? <laughs> all right, that's a good point. Because all right, that this actually this is perfect because this is what I wanted to say next. I mean, do we've you got, have like size we, 32 thongs? We've got Karen and Carol here who are beautiful. They are beautiful women. Normally when guys think feminist... They're not thinking, they're, they're thinking you two. They're thinking kind of butch and crunchy. <laughs> exact butch and crunchy. God, you got away with words. Yeah, I do. Um, I want to say that to our audience first and foremost. You're two beautiful women. Is this something, do beautiful women tend to be feminists? I know, I know that's kind of an odd question, but 
it's something that I've always wondered. Like, well, are the hot chicks the ones that stick up for themselves more? No, they usually, you know, kind of get stuff, you know, almost free. So they kind of accept the uh, role. If you're, uh, if you don't really get as much from being from your good looks, you're gonna kind of want. All right, I should be treated equal to you if you aren't going to treat me better. Okay, you know, you know all right, so you're right. So you think maybe it is the more the homely ones yeah. that tend to be feminist. Now, feel free to jump in. Well, I, I, I have to, I mean, of course, I think it's my job here to disagree with you two on this one. Good, good. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, as I said, I've had conversations lately with a number of women from some of these historically feminist organizations. That? And no, they oh. are beautiful. Very. Marvelingly beautiful, actually. Uh, and I, I don't think that it, it, it's this organization, mine that in particular, is, is, uh, <laughs> it would be limited to, uh, our feminists are all, you know, what you might define, what you're defining as granola or less attractive. I think that women come in in all, I guess, shapes, sizes, and, you know, depending upon your definition of beauty, you know, beautiful levels. And I think that the organization we're starting is really not going to be exclusive in that regard. It's certainly trying to get everyone involved. And so, you know, I, I, I hate to, I, I would hate to think that people really think that if you're a feminist, that means you're not attractive. I mean, I think that might be, but no, might be a lot of what people think, though. You, when people say feminist, you kind of get this image in your head of, you know, maybe a butch type girl, you know, short hair, big ass, crunchy, like you yeah, said, crunchy. Well, I think that maybe, <laughs> you know? maybe that's part of what we're trying. That that's that is what we're trying to kind of. Redefine when it comes to women who are voting, who are active in politics, who are to have an opinion. You know, we want to build this website. So it's if you look at the website, it's fun, it's fashionable, it's really cool, it's chic, it's all of these things that we want to say feminists can be, or women who care about protecting their rights, whether they want to call themselves a feminist or not, are about. I guess That's so, where we're going. I got so many questions for you. Um, 866-277-4969. Um, uh, before we go in, um, again, it's womenagainstbush.org. And my one criticism I'm going to have, I'm going to say, of the feminist movement is that I find it tends to be a white woman's movement. And I think that feminism really? needs to do a better job of embracing Latinos, African American women, you find that a lot of times it it you you would think it would almost be natural and a given, but I I know almost from experience that I don't want to go into that that movement tends sometimes to leave behind minorities. Well, no, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't think so really. You know, it, you know, you, you wouldn't when you when you think about it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I know a lot of minorities can't relate to sex in the city. You know, there was something they couldn't relate to. But go ahead. I was going to say, um, in response to that, I would offer to you. Uh, a comment that was submitted to our website. As a woman and a minority, I wholeheartedly support this issue. Bush is scary as, and I'm not sure if I can say no, this. No, don't. Just, just don't. <laughs> and needs to be beaten in the next election. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I, I can definitely say that we have an, a number of what? minority women who are involved with this website, who are excited about it. They're giving us input. They're donating their time. Awesome. It's, it's great. And men and women both, actually. Minority men are involved with it as well. Now, would you say Bush needs a good spanking? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? I, I think that saying that we could use a little bush maintenance in this country would definitely okay. be worthwhile. I love it. I love it. Um, let's go to uh, Joe. Joe, welcome into the hideout, bro. 
Well, thank you. I'm glad to be in the hideout. Um, yeah, well, I, I fully support these women against Bush, but I was wondering, what is it exactly? How do they go about it? Is it usually waxing, or is it, or do they use a razor? Uh, or nair. Okay. Now, how are we supposed to get rid of Bush? <laughs> well, actually... Forgive my listeners. God forbid we have one intelligent conversation. <laughs> Funnily enough, we have, uh, we're have we running some bumper stickers that uh, right now aren't on the website because I was having a little uh, web trouble today, but they'll be up as of tomorrow. And the bumper stickers read, High-maintenance women demand more from a president. And along the side of it, it says, Wax! Exclamation mark. Okay, I got you. Um, what is it specifically about Bush? I mean, it is womenagainstbush.org. Why... There seems to be such, I, I don't, hatred's a strong word, but I, I mean, it, it seems almost a hatred by almost half of the country toward this president. I mean, I'm driving around today, I'm seeing bumper stickers that say, redefeatbush.com. Uh, and then you got, uh, you know, you, and which I believe is brilliant because it looks like it's it's got the Texas flag colors and it's set up that same way. Why is it women should be against Bush? Bush is clearly a threat to our, our privacy rights, to our health, and to our security. It's, it's a clear issue for women. It's not about hatred. It's about being concerned about our rights and protecting our concerns, whether they're education, whether they're health issues, social issues, national security issues. He does not represent our concerns. Okay. Um, I know that we're having issues and stuff with the government as well and our fight against censorship. And, I mean, I, you hear things about what this administration is doing. Like, I I heard something about them trying to use the Patriot Act to get the records of women who had abortions. It's What, what it's would you need appalling. that for? It's absolutely appalling, actually, and they are moving forward with that. Uh, John Ashcroft has managed to subpoena the records of women who have uh, who have used who have attended abortion clinics, and it's terrifying. I mean, next thing I know, my medical records are going to be on the internet. Now, what what would you use that for? I mean, what do you need? Is it are is you going to find the uh, the little uh, piece of blood and put it back in there and see what we can do? <laughs> Try no. to recreate the whole thing. <laughs> J W, you have you have a tremendous way with words. I know that's as, impressive. As the women try to get caught up uh, with your amazing oratory, I know. <laughs> Let's uh, take a couple calls. Tell me if I'm going over your head in any of this, okay? <laughs> yeah. please. Hey guys, how's it going? If he gets too highbrow, uh, Alan, what's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? I got two things. For one thing, uh, them subpoenaing uh, ladies' records that have had uh, abortions—that is frightening. That 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 horrifies. And me. a lot of people don't know about that. They kind of like. Scooted under the radar. It's amazing. I, I, that I, I just heard about it just now when you said it, man. That sent chills up and down my spine, really. Mm -hmm. What's, um, what what else is going I'm, on? I'm sorry, guys. The second thing on a lighter issue, ladies, would I be a male chauvinist pig if I asked you guys to take your tops down? <laughs> now, that's a good question. I mean, it's a great shirt, but take it off. All right. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> I'd like to see it up close. Can you can hand it over? <laughs> hand, no. hand the shirt over. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, you see that the guys actually care about the issues. And it's good for you that you're embracing this and you're using the sexuality uh, to get the point across. Um, well, let me ask you, do you, do you have to be anti-Bush to support the organization? Because I think you said you even have 
like what are what can can like Dubs and I get involved with women against Bush or is there a boys against Bush or something? There most definitely is a boys against Bush. Lucky for us, many men do support our issues and you know, or maybe as the website points out, they like the idea of bikini waxes. Either way, we really are glad that we have boys that do support Bush and I think our launch party, I won't be surprised if there are as many men there as there are women because men are really excited about this website. They're excited because they care about getting Bush out of office, and when they realize what an impact these women could voters could have, they support that idea. Um, the other thing uh, going on along those lines as well, J-Dubs, um, is the fact that I'm incredibly turned on yeah. because there's nothing like a hot, smart woman. And let me, let me tell you this even, too. Uh, not to say that, you know, not to get involved too much with what's going on here with, with Karen uh, from uh, womenagainstbush.org, but I have found that feminists are better lovers yeah? <laughs> than, than your submissive woman. Because a lot of times a submissive woman can't get into it. she got issues. The feminist woman is into pleasing, not only, like, especially herself, but when you have somebody that's into pleasing themselves, when you got two people that are into pleasing themselves, it's going to be better all the way around. And they like to be choked. <laughs> well, other than that choking part, I think that's one of the best endorsements we've gotten. So, men, send your women our way. Exactly. Um, 866-277-4969. Let's go to Josh. Josh, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys. How are you all doing? What's up, bro? All right. I have uh, just one question for the guest. Um, I was wondering, are you encouraging all women to vote for uh, both parties, or is this purely against Bush? This is 110% against Bush. Okay. Um, but you want women to vote no matter what. We want women to vote. You're right. It is about getting women involved with the democratic process. Lucky for us, when these people vote, they vote two-to-one Democrats. So, sure, they can all vote, just as long as the ones that are in the second part of that two-to-one part go to the polls. I would never understand what a, why a woman would vote for Bush. I, I don't know what it would be in her process. I would think the only way, because Bush... Voting for Bush sounds hot. <laughs> Thank you. No, that'd be in the 80s. Um, it, it seems to me... Bush is definitely it, out, man. Yeah, that's so 80s. Um, hey, uh, people love Bush in the 80s. Uh, I have some videos that prove it. <laughs> but it seems to me like this this administration is... They're trying to run on the fact that they are like, you know, the ones that are going to protect us. And without them, you know, we're all going to be lost. And, you know, you're not safe and your families aren't safe and your children aren't safe. But even if this isn't about women's, like, reproductive issues to you, you look at what the administration does on education. I mean, both of my parents are in education. One's a superintendent, one's a special ed teacher like we talked about. And... Um, every child has been left behind. Like, well, because like literally. Because your mom goes home and makes fun of them. Now, I'm not going to put that on my mother. I'm going to. Now, I'm... my mom's an educator, too. Now, are your parents educators in Texas? Yes. So, my mom's an educator in Texas what, as well. What, what part? She teaches in East Texas, where I'm from. Okay, I'm from Texas, too. I'm there going home. Oh, go. I heard you're going back to Dallas. Yes. How about the Mavericks? Oh, yeah. You like sports? The chicks like sports? I love sports. I'll tell you what, it broke my heart last night to see the Longhorns lose. Yeah. Do, uh, where, what college you go to? I went to Austin College, north of Dallas. Okay. German, and then I went to the University of Texas Law School. 
Nice. Good for you. I went to Texas Tech University. I could have gone to UT, but uh, Texas Tech had a better radio program. I went to Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts. <laughs> I, that in there. I still haven't paid a dime to that fee either. Andy, welcome in. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? What's up, brother? Hey, I just want to say I think what this lady's doing is great. And it's ironic. I live in Annapolis, and the mothers around here have started an organization called uh, Mothers Opposing Bush, and they have a website at mob.org.net. And I was just curious if she was aware of all the, you know, there's a real groundswell of people who are getting involved with this issue, and if they were trying to collaborate or work together at all. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I hadn't heard of that exact organization, but that's very exciting. Every day I collect probably about a dozen new organizations that are aimed at this exact same effort, and we've been adding them to our website as uh, quickly as we can. One of my favorite is in D.C. called Running Against Bush. It was actually part of the inspiration, I think, for ours. And uh, there are a number of moveon.org is doing some great work, and they're built doing a lot of grassroots work. Uh, 21st Century Dems working uh, on grassroots issues. I love the fact that Dean has decided to stick in there and uh, start his own little grassroots project. But, yeah, there is a huge groundswell. And I'll tell you what, the responses that we are getting from people that are visiting our website are amazing. I mean, truly inspirational. And I am so glad to hear every day of new organizations that are up for the same thing because this is really going to be about this kind of grassroots movement. Karen from womenagainstbush.org, hanging out in the hideout, uh, 106.7 WJFK. Now, there's a lot of these like new uh, Against Bush websites coming out. It looks like, I've, I've never seen anything like this before, it looks like it's going to be a real tough road for Bush to be back in office. <sighs> you would think, but would think. I, I think it genuinely is about people going out and voting. Oh, it, and look, wh wherever you stand, and I want to stress this personally, Wherever you stand on the issue, you have to vote. I can't understand how someone who is living in this country would not go to the polls on that Tuesday and exercise, you know, one of the greatest things that makes us Americans. We talk, remember, remember Snowman? The guy who called in who got busted for cocaine? Yeah. He was like, you know, I made a mistake once, I a felon, and I'll never be able to vote again, and you just don't know how much that hurts me. Um, Susan, welcome into the hideout. Hi there. Um, I just turned on your station. I listened to it during the week. and um, Welcome into the hideout. Oh, thank you. Um, I just wanted to let you know there's a lot of us out there, too, and the, we are women who actually will be voting for Bush once again. Um, I don't know how anyone couldn't. Going back to the um, vote with Al Gore, I would never have voted for Gore. He was so condescending and... He was just like Clinton, did everything according to the polls instead of was a person who stood on principle. Kerry, you know, he's going to have his own, I guess, battle in terms of his uh, voting record and how he's gone back and forth over the years, which I'm sure every other congressperson, you know, I, 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 love, I love how that's the party line of it's so horrible that he switches sides. Hey, what about the fact that maybe he learned something and decided that he wasn't on that side? There's something to be said for a, a leader who can actually admit when they've you know, done something wrong and try and correct the error, and one that doesn't poke fun at their mistake and never actually admit that it's a mistake. 
I mean, what is it do you think that, that Bush has done for women? Not to attack Well, you, I'll tell you something. First of all, you can ignore who's in his cabinet if you don't think that's doing something for women. All of his advisors, Cheney's advisors, are women. You don't have to do anything for women. I don't want an entitlement. I don't want to say, because I'm a woman, he should have however many people. Cook for me, bitch. Yeah. Don't vote then. I don't I want you to pot roast when I come home. No, it's not about what doing do you... something for women. It's about not taking things away from women. Is that the way you want people to talk As to if... you? Wait a minute. As if, in terms of what? What has Bush taken away in the three years he's been in that you would like him to have back? Your I... right to choose. He hasn't done a darn thing on that. He's he hasn't turned, thing, turned everything around just because he knows that it's wrong, and I'm sorry... You know, I'm not a religious freak, but everybody's going to answer to this one day, and a lot of people who have had an abortion decide five. What, what about a guy who eats them? Wait a minute. A lot of people decide after the fact they would give anything if they could go back and. and uh, tell I don't, people. All right, I'm not turning this into that. I'm sorry. I, look, you said your piece. I'm, you're going to try to quote something about people five, ten years. We all regret things. How many how many people have had children and regretted the fact that they didn't get an abortion? Well, and even if they do regret it, there's no reason for their medical records to be made public. I mean, this is a privacy issue, too. He's, he's clearly, clearly not in favor of protecting women's privacy or health. Some of these issues that he's chipping away at involve are purely health issues. So what about Does Bush and Cheney regret uh, drunk driving? Yeah, do you regret you regret a little coke? Allegedly, I know it. I'm imagine no he is going to regret ruining our education system, but we'll see. Again, there's you, no reason to regret coke. Again, don't give that a bum rap, man. Again, are you a mother? What about the what about the mothers and the wives and the daughters of the men who went to Iraq, died looking for so-called weapons of mass destruction, and this cat's making jokes about it at the? And I know that's what they do at these press dinners. They do the self-deprecating humor. You don't joke about the fact, uh, little pictures of you looking around the Oval Office for weapons of mass destruction. It's amazing the things that this There's man people. can mess up. I mean, here's an opportunity for him to build goodwill with the press, and it turns into a disaster. I'm certainly, you know, it's appalling. And I'll say this. I do give the administration for being progressive and having people of different backgrounds in. I will give it to Susan. She is right on that. Condi Rice, just having that face out there does do something to advance uh, rights for women. But at the same time, you need to look at the actual policy things. Look at education. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one because I don't think it does something for women to have a woman out there representing an administration that is so appalling on women's issues. Well, no, I think but there is there is something about people getting comfortable with women in in, in, power, um, position. in power positions. I, it, this is going to sound crazy, but even something like the, like the TV show 24, where they have a black president, mm -hmm. it gets people used to the idea of, yes, women can be in powerful positions. Yes, minorities can be in powerful positions. That's what, more the, of what I'm alluding to. The risk there, though, is that we'll start to think that anyone who's going to be in a power position has to be a male figure in the sense that they have to not speak for women on women's issues. I love this. Now, all right. Now, already. Don, welcome into the hideout. Hello, Anthony. You don't sound so disappointed. I know you can see why I called. Mm-hmm. Boring. 
I'm sorry. I understand she may have a point of view. I understand you may agree with it. There's nothing wrong with that. And but if you were, she, she has, if you were the anti Bill O'Reilly, it would be a perfectly appropriate place. This is boring as heck to listen but, to. But Don, you, what, Don, what, she, yes, yes. she has panties that she sells. It's women against Bush. I've been to the site. I read the site. I completely disagree. And with you, them. I believe that's my right to disagree. It is. But you I've can't disagree with panties. I've been to every page on the site, and I've, I've looked at it. Hey, Don. How dare you say boring? This is our. This How is dare our, I say boring? This is our show. All right, this is our country. We're talking about. Are we going to do crazy things later? Are we going to do homoerotic humor in the hideout? Are we going to go back talking about retards? Yes, of course we will. That's what the hideout does. But God forbid, for one segment, we talk about the future of this country. The future. How could you not? How could you not sit there for 30 seconds and just realize what is going on in this country? And don't forget about the panties. <laughs> well, and that's exactly the battle that we're fighting. We're fighting to make this not boring for women. I was talking with some of my girlfriends earlier today, and we're saying, what is it about politics that these women don't care about? It's because people are either talking down to us, they're talking over us, or they're just plain boring. So, you know, good for Don for speaking up about it, because you know what? We are trying to make this interesting. These we're trying to make chicks. this fun. Now, you said you had thongs, too, right? Definitely. Yeah. Let's talk more about your thongs and can you take your top off so we can keep Don entertained. Tom, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I completely agree with this woman, and I definitely think that it's time to give Bush the big blow-off. There's only one way to do that, though. you got to make your voice heard. you got to get out there on Election Day. you got to cast your vote, and let's really lick Bush. Oh, thank you. Lick Bush. Give him a licking. Way to go. Yeah. 866-277-4916. I see all the bumper stickers now. I see all the merchandise now. It's so fun. I don't want to turn this into an abortion debate. Yeah, we've already got enough of them. This isn't about specifically abortion. And, you know, that's actually one of the things that's really frustrating about trying to run an organization like this and trying to get your message out. Women's issues aren't abortion only. You know, pro-choice doesn't mean pro-abortion. Pro-choice means pro-women having the right to choose. You know, what about a man's body is regulated? There's nothing. Yet, you know, there are all these regulations on how we can choose, you know, operations Look, and various other things relating to our body. There are very few people that are pro-abortion. I happen to be one. I happen to think there are too few abortions in this country. There are too few abortions in the world. There are too many stupid people running around in society. I can't get... On a Saturday afternoon from Silver Spring to Fairfax in less than an hour. That means we need more abortions. There are too many people on the roads. There are too many people living off of the government. Or maybe just fewer cars. Well, that too. <laughs> you could talk all the sense you want to. Kyle, welcome into the hideout. Hey, man, what's happening? What up, bro? Not much. Hey, uh, you got the women against Bush there. How about the men against Dick Cheney? I'm loving that one, actually. That, that's that been raised a couple of times. Menagainstdick.org? Uh, if we could come up with a good one for Ashcroft, you want to work on that one for me, I'd appreciate it. I like that. What about womenagainstdick.org? You could do all those, because it's Dick Cheney, it's George W. Bush. Now, who's the lesser of two evils, Dick or Bush? Who would you rather, what would you rather have? Well, if you vote Bush out, then you're getting rid of Cheney, too. So no, but I, I'm just saying. In your opinion, what would, yeah. you, what would you rather, Dick As or a Bush? Feminist. As a feminist, where do feminists stand between Dick and Bush? You know, I, I'm much happier. towards? <laughs> I'm pretty happy with my bikini waxes, so we'll stock, stick with limiting that. You know what? It's so funny because even you look at Cheney. I mean, Cheney has the lesbian daughter who he seems. And it, I don't know. It's, let me tell you just about what 
about what's so disappointing about President Bush. I voted for the guy in Texas. Like, you're a Texan sitting next to me. I am. When I was there, I voted for him for governor. The first time I ever voted, in fact, I think, was in the election in which, you know, I voted for him for governor. And he came out with this whole compassionate conservative thing. And I like the, the idea of a compassionate conservative really does turn me on. I, I like that. But it just seems like he's become so uh, beholden to the, the rights, to the religious. And we're moving more and more. It's scary to like this police religious state. I mean, what happened there, to America? There's absolutely nothing compassionate about his conservatism. I read a, read a funny line earlier, and it's like, said something to the effect of, God loves you unless you're gay or Hillary Clinton. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, appalling. I, uh... You know who I voted for for my very first election? Jeffrey Figer. Yeah. It was Figer time. But... Figer time. You know, I'm, I'm hoping Figer will get involved with the whole FCC mess. Oh, yeah. I think he'd be a great lawyer to get him. Because he even did... I, when I was at uh, in Detroit, I worked a little bit on his show. Oh, he's great. Yeah, it was a good radio. Jeffrey Figer, a Michigan lawyer. Um, people want to know why there are no pics of the thongs on the website. Is it just because you just got going? We actually had a little mini disaster today with our website. We were attempting to upgrade our hosting, and actually we ended up with a, a downgrade. So the picture should be up tomorrow at the tomorrow night at the latest. We're uh, waiting to get them in from the printer, but we did have pictures of our graphics up on the website, and we will fix that problem as soon as possible. They are really cute, little black panties with the pink writing, little blue thongs with the red writing. Womenagainstbush.org. A couple of more uh, calls. Uh, Bob, welcome in. Hey, yeah, I just wanted to comment on something that one of the last calls said about abortion, but it's not only about abortion. Mm -hmm. it, I don't personally agree with it, but no one has the right to tell another United States American, what they can and can't do with their own body. Or anyone you, else for that regard. Yeah, and if you allow, you know, the government, whether it's gay marriages or abortion or whatever, if you allow the government to take away one group of people's rights, what's to say are, you know, your group is that you agree with them aren't next if somebody gets an office that don't, don't like what you do? And, and you, I, think, I know where you're going, Bob. It's just a scary, slippery slope, and it's... And you almost see them, you see them doing that with various uh, things, like abortion, where it's baby steps. We're not going to take it all away at once. We're not going to overturn Roe. No, you don't we're want to shock. We're going to well, baby step it. Exactly. Step the it. bill that just went through the Senate last week, the president is just, can't, I mean, absolutely can't wait to sign this into, into law. So unborn, that we can, unborn Victims of Violence Act. Exactly. It's, the, it's a first step in you know, making a fetus a legal entity, which the next step is clearly making abortion legal. Roe v. Wade out the window. <laughs> Excuse me, but what's next? I mean, are they going to make menstruation illegal? Well, a, a technic, technic I hope so. <laughs> I mean, that, that's one thing. If if Bush could do that, I'm I'm, I'm for him. Man I'm voting. Mandatory depot yeah. for all women, please. <laughs> oh my God. I don't. Know. I don't want to get into. Gee, don't don't put ideas into this, man. I know. <laughs> Erica, welcome in. Hey guys. What's up? I don't mean to make this about abortion, but what you said about the whole making our records, you know, the government looking at our records about abortion, that yeah. really scared me. And I just wanted to have her give us more information about that, because this is the first time I've ever heard about that. You know, I can actually, I can get info on that, because I know somebody who um, was working on that issue. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, but, I mean it, you just think they, you know, they want to subpoena your medical records, just period. But then that they were specifically going for women that had these abortions, what info would they get? You know? Okay. Well, what what, what can you learn from it? 
Who's actually going to look at this? Um, I think it was me. something under the guise of the Patriot <laughs> Act. <laughs> me underneath my pillow. Do you, do you have more info yeah, on this, I'm, Karen? I'm under the... Um, the, the the problem is they're subpoenaing this information so that they can figure out whether or not women were having later term abortions because they passed they passed a law that made later term abortions illegal and so John Ashcroft decided that he wanted to pro- he wanted to prosecute people and do an investigation into whether or not these uh, these late term abortions were occurring and in order to be able to do that he decided he needed to get the medical records of all of these women whether they had or had not had these later term abortions and even getting the records from clinics that don't even offer that so it's it's a matter of if you on our on our website when it gets back up there's actually a testimony from a woman who as a result of a miscarriage had to have what would be considered a later term abortion and it's when you know you can either have an, have this abortion procedure, which I think is called a, a DNC, I believe, but I'm not. Well, drunk. yeah, we don't want to get too far. Anyway, my listeners are stupid. Exactly. They get bored easily. And we don't want to bore people, apparently. Yeah, good luck. So, good so luck, Erica. The problem was that that he wanted to get this information, which means you know he would get the uh, get the records of these women, be able to review them, and then he would have their names. He would have their the dates of the times. He would have all this knowledge about them. What do you what what for? What do you need? Now, it for? now, do these records come with pictures because if they do i can totally see where he's coming from <laughs> nothing intelligent about j-dog everything everybody needs stroke material that's all i'm saying what molly welcome in hi i just Don't wanted dwell to dwell on it all right man First of all, I just wanted to say I'm 46, so I'm probably a little older than the people that would be going for this website. Not at all. But I do want to say I think it is fantastic. Um, I have obviously been voting for many years and follow uh, the issues. I voted Republican many times, but due to the issues this year, I I will not be. Um, But I think it's fantastic. I think it's going to get ladies involved, get them out there in a way that they haven't in the past. And I think it's wonderful y'all have this on. It's Saturday Thank night. You. People are driving. They're Thank going you. out. It's going to get the people talking in the bars when they go out to have fun. And I think it's fantastic. That's what you want to do when you're at Dream. Talk about it. <laughs> no, are you kidding? Then you'll order more rounds because it's going to get more Give me a Bloody Mary. <laughs> and designate a driver, everyone, if you're out there doing that. But I think it's absolutely wonderful. And keep it going. Oh, great. Thanks. And nope. we will put you a, in a prime position in our Convert Club. For those who have voted for Bush in the past but realized the wrongness of their ways. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, 866-277-4960. right, bring Sideshow in. Sideshow's the cat who walked in here earlier. Now, Sideshow, Sideshow's a associate producer on this show, and he is a big, like, supporter of Bush. I want to remind Sideshow not to yell because I know he gets that way sometimes. I don't know where he went. Okay, now now he's. Was that going him on. that I just saw running by? Actually, that may have been Tommy, our other producer, <laughs> going to try to find him. Again, womenagainstbush.org. Uh, Karen is here. Are there other ways people can get involved with your um, with your organization? You got some events coming up? We do. We have an April 1st event to celebrate getting the fool out of the White House, and that's our launch party. Uh, after that, we're this going to have... This is really hardcore rhetoric, though. You can understand why some people are going to be upset with you. <laughs> and uh, after that, we're going to have an event every first Thursday of the month in D.C. Uh, we've got an event planned at the Blue Room in Adams Morgan on May 6th. We're going to have a, um event at a, at a local salon in D.C., uh, where women will get uh, consults, have some wine, and get a gift certificate for a spa treatment. Now, uh, will you have any good guys? What do you mean? 
Any, uh, anything over at Good Guys, the, uh, the strip oh, club. Oh, okay. Because if you have it there, I'll be there. I'm Fair there. enough. <laughs> All right, Sideshow, I know you're chomping at the bit. You're the, the lone conservative on the show. Ask independent. Your, ask yeah. your question. You're, you're independent like Bill O'Reilly, you're conservative. <laughs> I need you to, to discuss this in a reasonable manner, okay? It's hard, but I'll, I know I'll it try is, my best. But I want you because I think you could take O'Reilly's place at some point. You've got some, you you got got some, some fire to you. But I need you to, to have a good conversation. What questions do you have for Karen? Uh, I just picked a few things off of the website. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted to get your uh, feedback on this. For one, didn't win the popular vote. That's Bush, right? Al Gore won the popular vote. By half a million. Okay, by half a million. So if we don't got, go by the Constitution, then, you know, basically we're just going to be anarchy, right? Well, actually, I think that was the Supreme Court that made that decision. No, 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 but I'm saying, you know, the Founding not... Fathers put up a Constitution okay, for this Okay, we country, understand. Correct? All right, but okay, I let's think go to the next topic, medical, the medical record. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I, I have to talk to you. I think their point was that he did not have this so-called mandate from the American public. He didn't even win the popular vote. There are questions about whether or not he won Florida. But, yes, the Supreme Court uh, gave him the presidency. Because oh. that's in our Constitution. Yes. That's what made us here. Exactly. Gave us the ability to be on the hot and speak English on it. Correct? Okay. Like, what is this all well, of about well, English? That... I'm just speaking the <laughs> truth, baby. That's what I'm here to do. Okay. <laughs> Actually, the ability to speak English isn't in the Constitution. No, no, no. But the point is we wouldn't be if we oh, didn't. Don't worry if, about yeah. it. Go ahead. Don't worry about well, it. What was the whole the okay. other thing you had? Next thing about the medical records. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh, who obviously you would say supports Bush, right? That's all he does is talk about Bush anti-carry, correct? He didn't want his medical records to be shown, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then how could this be a Bush ideal agenda to have the medical records, you know, be withheld to the American public? This isn't a Bush thing. That's my point. Well, while... Everyone feels the same way as you do. I, being an independent so are you, conservative... I don't understand so what's you're you are agreeing with me and you're yeah. disagreeing with Bush's policy because Bush's policy on, you know... Fortunately, I guess for people like Rush Limbaugh, doesn't you know include looking at men's privacy records. It includes looking at women, specifically relating to an issue and a right that he is trying to take away from them. A right, which I'm is saying this isn't a Bush agenda. This is an activist it, agenda. It, this is agenda. It's by an administration agenda because Ashcroft, which who was in the administration is using the abusing the Patriot Act in this way. It's clearly within Bush's agenda to take to diminish women's rights to choose. Okay. Go ahead, sideshow. All right, we'll go to the next You're doing a good job so far. Oh, I'm doing a great job. Oh, great. Right. Oh, for I'm two. Oh, for two. Right. <laughs> okay, blocking investigation for 9-11. All he's done is try to provide as much information to the public as possible. Why won't for he example, letting Condoleezza Rice testify. Okay, yes. the point is he is giving you all the information. He's opening up these investigations, these stupid committee hearings, which mean nothing. It's and then when fault. someone testifies... You don't think this is part of Clinton's fault either? You think this is just all Bush, right? Because Clinton was in office eight years and didn't know a damn thing about Osama, right? Well, and when... He's on your list, too. Well, and I think it's interesting that when someone actually testifies that he did hire to cover terrorism for him, his immediate response question, to that is to attack the man. I do not don't do not get chauvinist and call hey, her honey. Hey, he's a honey. And she's a very nice girl. But and another thing, and you're talking to her as an equal. And another thing, she let you talk all the way through, so let her talk all the way through. Yeah, okay? come on, dude. I know. You, I know. Thirty minutes. I, I just want to get my point in. So I know. I'll be on here for two minutes. That's I know O'Reilly. Okay, he's just feeling a little intimidated. I 
know O'Reilly is your hero, and his whole thing is cutting people off and not letting them finish sentences. Of course. But we want to try to have this be good radio. We don't have, you know, my group doesn't have enough time to speak, the, you know, speak the truth. That's the problem. Oh, are you kidding? You have whole radio stations across the country owned by Clear Channel. That's there are radio right. stations that had do nothing. Don't get but me on that issue. God forbid there's one show that talks about the other side. Two shows. This one and the Ron and Fez show. And I guess now Howard. What's your final point? Pick your best question because we got to take a commercial break. Okay. Your, I'll just say real point. quick, stupid war in Iraq. Sure. Okay. Let's have the war here instead. And well, hold on. One other thing and then you can talk. I'll stop talking. I swear to God. Christmas present to America. 2003 Orange Alert. Let's not let us. Let's not let the American people know. Let's be stupid about it and just say, no, everything's cool. You know, you don't think we should be aware of what's going on because everyone complained that the whole 9/11 situation between the CIA and the FBI. You know, all the information wasn't gathered and given. I don't even understand what the point is. The point is, we should know everything that's going on. Correct. We should, this stuff shouldn't be hidden, like the terrorist stuff. You know, if there's threats, if there's you know actual, you know, issues that could affect us. Correct. So then why would this be the Christmas present to America, the orange alert, and how could this be a bad thing? Was this on the website? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay, what is that then? I, I'm actually kind of confused by where that is on our website. Your 99 reasons for Bush. 99 reasons against, against Bush? Bush. I, I, That's it. I think we have an interesting little problem here because there's a website called uh, Babes Against Bush. Oh, oh, this is womenagainstbush.org, not babes against Bush. Okay, I went to the I site that, that Don you know. Wayne told me to go to. I was to. pretty curious about where some of these questions were going to because I was thinking that, you know, we're... Don't they want exactly women to vote. They want women to wear panties. To okay, well, I saw, and I also saw something about Bush visiting, you know, for Thanksgiving the troops. And I'm like, yeah. how could you be upset about that? These issues are to... not on our website. Oh, that not, that, not that I right, couldn't honey, have you're some... Forgiven. That's, uh, that's Bill O'Reilly type investigation in press. <laughs> that's your producer. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, let's reiterate that Women Against Bush is, is definitely about giving women some reasons why they would want to Give vote against Bush in the next election, including social, international affairs reasons, health reasons. Uh, but it's really about getting women involved with the democratic process. And it's, it's less of this kind of, uh, I guess, negative banter that we just heard and more of the positive reasons why women would want to vote. Let me just ask you this, Sideshow. Are you against women voting? Oh, absolutely not. It's all about equal rights, but that'll never happen. Mm -hmm. You know, equal rights across the board. Okay, but you are at least for them. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. Okay, well, you're not Bill O'Reilly. Thank you, bro. I all think right. I think you I think you did a good job representing that. Team. All right, Voice of America sideshow here. I'll see you. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta no hope you never show. get anyone on here from women against from babes against Bush. Well, then he has plenty of ammunition. He's all ready to go. He got a trial run right there, which could all be I just easily defeated. All right, well. Karen, uh, thank you so much for coming in. It's been is, a pleasure. Isn't there a march coming up like the 25th? There is. We've got a march on um, April 25th, March for Women's Lives. Uh, we ha usually have a link on our website to it, but it's uh, marchforwomen.org, I believe. We're going to be personally manning a table at Eastern Market in D.C. on April, uh, let's see, 4th, I think. It's the Sunday. 
um, to promote the march and to promote women against Bush. But I encourage everybody to join us. Um, go to the website. You can donate on the website. You can send an email to us for why you were, you know, a woman against Bush. Send us ideas for fun bumper stickers and T-shirts. Dubs, that, that's your category. Exactly. Yeah. We, we promise that we'll put them to good use. And if you're interested in volunteering and if you happen to know people in other cities that would be interested in throwing a party there, we're really wanting to spread this grassroots movement around. A great idea for a T-shirt. Take it off. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we will take a commercial break. Again, I'm sorry if we bored you. You know, God forbid you want to know what's going on in your country. And God forbid one radio show on the entire talk radio spectrum that is dominated by the right tries to have somebody else with an opposing view on. I, this was actually a fair and balanced conversation. Actually, it really was. No, it, was it was. It was completely on the left. But that. But us saying it was fair and balanced is as absurd as the other people trying to uh, proclaim. Just because we brought in sideshow and made him look like an idiot, that quote unquote made it fair and balanced. Yeah, he was the Alan Combs this time, and we were all Hannity, except we were the good guys. Well, somebody's got to balance out some of the other messages out there. I really appreciate you guys giving me an opportunity to come and promote well, our I'd website. Like, I'd like to have you back before November. I'd like to check in occasionally. That's great. I'll bring my panties and tell you how, all about how we're getting them to the polls. You bring them, I'll wear them on my head. I say we actually do Perfect. shaving next time. Um, taking a commercial break. We're coming back. It's the hideout. Stupid, irreverent humor still coming up for you. Going to 11. Uh, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout. We were talking about your mom, Dubs, and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that sometimes, sometimes she listens to the show in the uh, illegal underground. Now I feel bad. God damn it. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore. <laughs> the Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. I have a very professional broadcast quality radio. No, no, voice. no, you have a top 40 game. LFA's Hideout. The whole point of the show is that it's reality radio meets intelligent entertainment. It has to start somewhere. Reality radio it has to start sometime. It's intelligent entertainment. What better place than here? WJFA. What better time than now? intelligent entertainment i think i know that's a it's kind of a drag of an issue uh, you know i mean nobody wants to talk government on a saturday night i understand that i'm not a complete moron uh, we had girls with giving away panties and stuff i thought that would i mean around. trust we're not going to bore you with that kind of stuff all the time but these girls were hot uh, carol didn't talk much but ooh, she didn't all she, she was wearing a mini skirt you know something about a mute Turns me on, you know? A girl that won't talk, no matter what. And Karen was even cool. I thought. I mean, I know there are plenty of guys out there that hate women and feminists and Bateman is one back in the back. But, I, you know, I just to me, this is something that's important. I mean, it's your country. And again, all right, it, it, there's been no secret of the fact that I don't necessarily agree with what Bush is doing and what he has done. But I think the whole thing behind womenagainstbush.org, beyond everything else, is to vote. They're trying to get a demographic out to vote that normally doesn't vote. I want my people to vote. Come on in, Dave. Yeah. You know what I, I find so funny is 
one one side, you know, everybody will be, you know, everybody thinks it's this way and doesn't understand how other people can't see it their way. And then the other side is the exact opposite. I find it very funny that, you know, that there's so many issues that there are two sides of the story and no one can find a middle ground on them at all. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, take a chance. I mean, I mean seriously, I mean, radio is dominated by people from the other side spewing their quote-unquote information. Uh, we can't have one segment to talk about this. Um, welcoming in our buddy, and we're not going to actually get into the website discussion yet because we're really late and behind on stuff that we wanted to do, but I wanted to have you uh, sit in. Um, this is, how, how do you want to be referred to? We were, ta we were referring earlier to you as Bad Monkey. Do you want to go by Dave? Do you want to go by, uh, what do you want to go by? Bad Monkey works for radio. I do my spoken word stuff as Mad Punk, so I kind of keep that separate. Okay, so Bad Monkey is here. He's going to be the hideout, hopeful web designer. Just kind of hang out with us. Kind of get a feel. Observe a little bit, because we got a whole bunch of stuff that we want to eventually get into. Now, Bateman, I'm going to ask you this. Where is the recap? Um, the recap for what we were going to get set up. Because, oh, I totally forgot about that. I know. We have to pay off the bet. Mm -hmm. um, I want to play the recap first, and then we'll go uh, through. We can uh, kind of do a front saw on it because the recap only touches on what happened last weekend. Yeah, that is true. Okay, so, again, we just had all this feminism. Now it's time to start treat treating women as objects. Going I back, love that. Going back to the way that... Back to my show. <laughs> so, Sideshow was working a chick for... Four months, okay? And he met her on the Ron and Fez show. He was working her for four months. And then Bateman, the night of the St. Pat's spat, ends up beating up Spoon, winning, being the fighter of the night, and somehow ends up getting hooked up with the woman that Sideshow had been working, takes her home, and actually back, back to the hotel, and, you know, rocks it, gets them skins. And the whole thing about this was that Bateman knew. Bateman knew that it was Sideshow's woman. Bateman destroyed the guy code. Bateman put hoes before bros. And now there's this whole tension between him and Sideshow. Uh, is Bateman back in the back? I mean, I want to... I wanna... I, I want to know, I just want to kind of know where things have been and how the relationship... Yo! Hey, what's up? Nothing. Why is it ringing and I'm not... Whatever. I'll just come in. All right, come in here. That is weird. Huh. Did he answer that? Yeah. That phone back there is so messed up. Oh, yeah. I get, you tried to call me the other day and it just rang once and we hang up. We got to get Cameron on that. Bateman, what is the relationship like between you and Sideshow ever since you stole his woman? First of all, I did not steal his woman. No, you knowingly banged the chick that came down here to hang out with him. To me, that's stealing. To me, you broke the guy code. To me, you put hoes before bros. What is the relationship between you two? Because you two have become buddy-buddy. They had a good thing going on where he would get drunk and you would drive him around. <laughs> you would be the designated driver. That's a great friendship. First of all, that's not how it happened. That's not how... <sighs> Every week... This... What? I I, we've established this already last week. You, know, you, you don't have to go back into the back story of it. Just say well, how, how it's been. How has it been? Um, well, he left me here Wednesday, so I had to get a ride home from someone else. 
Did he really leave you? Yeah. Because we car- carpooled in because the, the traffic, you know, it's HOV, too. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hey, if you just want to go with me, that, that's fine. And it was real quiet on the way over. And uh, So the relationship is strained now? Yeah, he's back there. He doesn't even talk to me now. Wow, that's going to be so I'll Wait till, uh Stacy gets here. I was so happy when I saw the schedule and said, Stacy show on CD. Because here's what happened with Stacy. Apparently with uh, Sideshow's woman, Bateman tried to arrange a three-way with Stacy from the Stacy show. First of all, that's not even how it happened. It was just a joke. And then someone in the studio went around saying, hey, guess what Tommy said? You can't blame Bad Monkey for everything. Hey, Bad Monkey just walks in. You're already making enemies. What is this? Man, what's up with that? <laughs> All right, so it's a strained relationship. Yeah. All right, get out of here. Bring in Sideshow. Was it worth the walk, man? <laughs> yeah. Hey, was it worth it now that you went five hours? Was I the... didn't even say that to be getting... It's another lie you made up. Was the sex worth it? I don't even it? know why that was a bad lie. I know. You act like that's so wrong. Was the sex worth it? Did it cost you a friend? I'll go try to find him now. See? This is what I'm saying. It definitely wasn't worth it. Dubs, would you ever... I've do... seen her. Yo. <laughs> Talk smack about this show, bitch. You're going to see what happens. Exactly. Uh, you know, I would sacrifice. I tell you this. I'd throw any of my friends under the bus for Carol, who was in here. Or, yeah. or Karen. The two of them. Could you imagine? That's, that is a, uh, that's a, that's a hose before bros. You're breaking guy all kinds of guy codes. You're breaking marriage vows for the two women who were just in here for womenagainstbush.org. This one that they're fighting over isn't even worth it, I don't think. No. Nothing special. Not at all. She should be in radio. <laughs> Looks like a radio chick. Hey. Or a bus driver. <laughs> Sideshow, how is the relationship between you and Bateman? There is no me and Bateman. You see, I'll be Marcellus Wallace here. There is no me and you. You guys have there completely is... broken off the relationship? Uh, I don't talk to him anymore. I don't know why I even have to sit back there and call screen with him right now. I have nothing to say to him. Tries to talk to me. Hey, buddy, buddy. Hits me on my chest. Like, yeah, get the hell off me, kid. Now, you don't want to do that to Bateman because Bateman is, he he could beat you up. Hey, uh, hey, if he can beat me up, he can beat me up. I still got my animosity against him, and he's not a man to come up and tell me what's going on before something happens. And he's got to be a little girly to apologize about it, you know. There's no respect between me and him. Right. Hey, I'll work. I'll do my job. I'll make you guys sound beautiful. Which you are. You're doing an amazing job of that. That's... You made us sound so smart last break, and I thank you for that. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 do this recap real quick so people now know where we're at. Go ahead. Yeah, Dubs, I believe it's in CD2. This week, we want the two of you to go and collect as many phone numbers as you possibly can independently. We want to see who the real Mac of the hideout is. I want you two to go out independently. I want you to meet new women this week and get their phone numbers. That be legit. No faking, no nothing. The person who has the most women is crowned King Pimp of the hideout. Are you are you willing to do this, Bateman? Because apparently you're King Pimp. Apparently you can have, you can have your pick of any woman that's out there. And so this is a way for you to go out and meet new women. And I want you to do this. So next Saturday night we will have the phone numbers and we will call the women and we will get their opinion of Sideshow and of Bateman. On 106.7 WJFK. Alright, so you guys went out. You got phone numbers. Sideshow will chat with you first. Where did you go to get your phone numbers? How many did you get? 
Can we call these women? Because our thing is we're going to call these women on the air. Confirm the numbers. Correct. Confirm that these numbers are legitimate. Yes, they they know you will be calling between 7 and 11. I told them you'll be on the radio, and we'll ask to make sure we can put you on, and I met them. Uh... No, what I heard, you went buffalo hunting, though. I, this still counts. <laughs> I hear these are bigger girls. I picked a couple because they looked a little sad, and they were outside smoking cigarettes. I said, hey. How classy went Menthol? Menthols, yeah. Very good. So, and then I picked, you know, a, a bunch of uh, beautiful ones as well. So we can call these women, and they all know that they're going to be on the air. A lot of them will be at parties, so, I mean, they're now, did you? Are these all friends of yours? Never met them in my life. At took all? One, took one hour out of my day and did my thing. Now, that, we put a lot of trust in these guys, so I think we can trust that they aren't giving us fake numbers. All right, so should I? Should, how, how do you want me to do this? Should I just dial them on the air and tell them that they're on the air? Yeah. All right. Be ready with the dump button. Just of course. In case they say that they don't want to go on of the course. air. Of course. All right. Let's dial this. Who's the first one? Turn it down a little bit so people can't hear the phone numbers, okay? Who's the first one? Um, This is Tiffany. Tell me when to turn it up. All right. And where'd you meet Tiffany? I don't. All right, turn it up. I didn't, you know, I don't remember where Tiffany? I met each one. Sorry about that one. It happened so fast. I'm so excited about just calling women. I can't tell you the last time I actually spoke to a woman. Besides Karen and Carol here from womenagainstbush.org. Now, if they do not answer, that's an automatic strike and they do not count. Okay, that's fair. Where did you go to meet the majority of these women? The mall. Really? Mm-hmm. Do they have voicemail? I've never called. Are all of these phone numbers phone numbers for, like, friends of yours and they know not to pick up their phones? Absolutely not. They all, you know, want to be on the air. They want to, you know, show to you. When do I, I hang up, Dubs? Is that enough rings? Seven uh, rings? Give it two more. Because sometimes nine rings is the... What, uh, what did Tiffany look like? I can't tell you. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We crossed Tiffany off the list. No Tiffany. I only have one that stands up in my mind. I remember what she looked like. Alright. Biggin? She was a hottie. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, 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 what was her name? Tawny. Tawny? With a K. Tawny. Yeah. You look, you, all these women look like hot. <clears throat> like the names Katie, Jackie, Jill, Amanda. Sh Shakur? Shakira? Yeah, just call Shakira. She'll like it. Really? Yeah, sure. You look like Shakira? All of these seem bogus right now. Hello? Ooh. Hello, may I speak to Katie? Katie, you're on the air of the hideout. You're on the, you're, Katie, who is this? You're on the radio. Oh, hey. Hey, how's it going, Katie? Uh, good, good. This is El Jefe and J-Dubs. You are on the air, and we are here with Sideshow. Who yeah. Who yeah. I remember him. Hello, Sideshow. How are you? Where did you meet him at? Where did you I'm guys meet, Katie? I work at Naturalizer. What's that? What is that? A shoe store? Yeah. Okay. Shoe store. Okay. What? Now, just to confirm that this is for real, uh -huh. what does he look like? Uh, Sideshow. He had a long hair and he was wearing this Miller Bud Light chain. <laughs> okay, that is him. That is him with a fisherman hat, right? Nah, he's not wearing it right now. That, but that, no. that lame-ass hat of his. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, um, 
What do you look like? Who would you look like that's famous? Who would I look like? I'm an Asian Mandy Moore. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Now I remember. Wow, that is... Now, do you and Sideshow, maybe are you guys going to hook up, maybe? Go out for a, a cup of coffee or a beer or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, why not? If it means I'm on the radio station. <laughs> are you a part of any of those... Uh, Asian sites that I, watch, that I look at so much. No, I'm not sure. I think I. Do you want to be? I can look that up. That. Now hold on a second. She said something. If it's on the radio, then yes. Hey, but what, you can't fault him for using the radio to pick up chicks. All right. Well, Katie, thank you so much, and um, sideshow will be ta talking with you later. Okay. Take care. Thank you, baby. Bye. Bye. Damn. All right, I think you already beat Bateman. <laughs> I don't think Bateman's going to have a one. <laughs> so she's an Asian Mandy Moore, works at a shoe store. Which which uh, which mall? Tyson's one. Damn, dude. How I miss being a, uh, I don't know, cool. <laughs> um, we're now going to call Jackie. And let's see. <sighs> All right. Keep it up just a little, like do the first few numbers and then yeah, turn it down for the last few or whatever. <clears throat> You're one for two so far. It's not bad. Oh. All right, so I had to dump out of that one because uh, we got a voicemail. So that is a voicemail and that is a no. I think we're going to have to wait for everything to ramp back up. Get Bateman in here real quick. Bateman, what, get did you do a double dump? I hit, I hit it over here. Didn't I didn't hit it over here, so we're good. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. Yeah, still good. All right, cool. I want to know if Bateman is at all worried about the fact that you are already one of head. He bragged about how, how many numbers he got. Now he's wearing his karate uniform. The subscriber you have dialed is not. All right, so that's number two that is not there. That was Jill. Jill is not there. Do, do we have any? Let's have some music or something. Yeah, some kind of pimping music. Let's get some uh, something going so that it's not just me um, dialing and getting bad numbers. All right. Make sure if you hear anything that you dump as well, Dubs. Oh, of course. <clears throat> oh, hold on, I'm trying to uh, maneuver a bunch of things at once. Um, hold on, I gotta chat with somebody on the AOL for broadband. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Let me uh, now. Who are we calling right now? Now we're calling Amanda. Amanda. What was Amanda? Do you know Amanda at all? Not yet. Where did you go for most of these? You just went to the mall. Just walked into the mall. How? What was your approach? Hey, baby, how's it going? Shut <laughs> up. I I believe. Him. All right. No, you can get in touch with her. I, yeah, but I got. They gotta know. I a couple of them are working. That's we that's can't the we, deal. we can't put their uh, voicemail. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Here's a, here's what we're gonna have to do. Let's do mandatory Manson. We got to get all this straightened out. It's already some sort of a cluster F because we need to have these people called on the air. We need to make sure that they know that they're going to be on the air. Right. We can't call them at their place of work and have people answering for them. So we're going to do mandatory Manson right now. Come back and finish dialing for these phone numbers. So far, you've got one. Okay? Yep. So let's do this. I don't get by the police state. 
93.7. Mandatory Manson. Uh, I believe it's down at the park. Uh, down at the park, right? Yeah, I believe so. Mandatory Manson remake. It's the hideout. We're going to come back and finish this up. 106.7 WJFK.
have a very professional, broadcast, quality radio voice. No, no, voice. no, you have a top 40 gay voice. That's what you have. J-Dubs. My voice <laughs> caters the retards. LFA and J-Dubs. Live until 11 on 106.7 WJFA. Welcome back into the hideout. I'm El Jefe. That is J-Dub. Bad Monkey is here. We're going to talk to him in a little bit about getting our website up and going. Right now, we're in the middle of trying to settle this debate as to who is King Pimp of the hideout. Is it Sideshow or is it Bateman? Right now, we're calling Sideshows, people. Uh, we had a little trouble with the phone, so we dialed them off the air. We decided so we, we, so we could just put them straight up on the air. We called these women off the air. Um, this all goes back to Bateman stealing Sideshow's woman and having sex with her. This is what it all goes back to. And now these two need to prove their manhood. The person who got the most legitimate numbers from women is the winner, and the loser has to do a stunt of mine and Dubs' choosing. Okay? So that's, the, that's where we are right now in the hideout. Now, it is at this point that we need to talk to the other women. Sideshow had one legitimate person. We already talked to her. Her name was... Give me... Give me Katie. Katie. Katie was an Asian Mandy Moore lookalike. And uh, uh, someone on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger gave us a great point. He's like, when you do this bit again, because maybe this could be a recurring bit once we figure out all of the logistics with it, to actually have pictures of these women. That we're going to put on RadioHideout.com, thanks right. to our buddy Bad Monkey. But we now know the the at least look of Katie. On the line, is it? How do you say your name? Hello. Hello. Yes, you're on the air with the hideout. What's your name? Shakri. Shakri. Yes. Where? All right. First of all, how old are you? Guys, it's not like to ask them for age. How old are you? <laughs> 29. Okay. Uh, you sound You sound like 14. You sounded 14, and I, I, I needed to make sure that we had it wait, somewhere. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> All right, hey, focus for a second. Okay. So put down, okay. Hello? Hello? Put down the Zima. Huh? Where, where did you meet Sideshow? Oh, at my job. Where do you work? In Tyson's. All right, did you just walk around Tyson's? And try to hook up with all these women sideshow. Was that your plan of action? Yeah. That's and when did all of this happen? Uh, I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. What did you think of sideshow? How much of a chance does he have with you? Shukri. Shukri. <laughs> okay. Now, do retarded women count? Were you in special ed, honey? No. Are you sure? Was your, was your classroom next to the boiler room? Did it have uh -huh. red carpet? Okay, I'm going to say you don't count. Oh, come on. on. Hey, hey. You, you, you can't say retards don't count. They count in society. They count with this. I don't think she even knew who Sideshow won. Are retards allowed to vote? Yeah, I was just about to say, can't they vote? Yeah. Not in the hideout. I'm, I'm giving it to them. Thank you, Dubs. Are you going to? All right. Yeah. All right, so you have two so far, even though she seemed borderline special. Even though you know at some point she scraped your knee on the red card. There's no borderline special. All right, let's go to uh, Dubs. What do you mean? Uh, Christina, welcome into the hideout. You're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, Christina. You are, you, oh, I am? 
Yes, you were on the air. Oh, now, what do, do you know, Sideshow? Are all these people at the same retard yeah. party? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How did you meet Sideshow? Um, I was working. Where? At Tyson's Mall. <laughs> what? I thought that's what I did. <laughs> I was working. Where, where do you work? Um, and the coffee beanery. The coffee beanery? Yeah. Now, what did you think of Sideshow? What does he look like? I couldn't. Oh, I think he has long hair. Yeah. No hair. Long hair. Yeah. yeah. Long hair. Yeah. Long hair. Okay. Yeah. How many people are you giving your phone number out to? Huh? <laughs> I'm surprised you can even read back your phone number. Oh, because I think he's cute. Oh, sure you, you do, baby. How old? For a bald guy, yeah. How old are you? Twenty. You're 20 years old? Uh-huh. Do you think Sideshow has a future with you? Um, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> then that one doesn't count. That one doesn't count. That count. Thank you, Christina. You have to get legitimate phone numbers that you can call back and get this chick to go out with you. She said you, you got a chance. But hold on, you get a lot of numbers just because you get the number doesn't mean you're going to, you know, go out with them for a second or third time. Dude, I have this so one. This is going to be pathetic. Dude, you gave me a list of 15 women, one of them. Came through. Two. We're giving him. Are we going to give him Shakiri? Yeah, we're going to. Oh, you can't just ask a retard for her phone number. She yeah, doesn't know what she's doing. If, hey, she doesn't I, understand it. I wouldn't have been late for a long time if I couldn't ask Shakiri <laughs> oh, for the phone number. Come on. Don't worry about me. Let me it's just, all consensual. Let me ask something. We have till. I have till 11 to produce more numbers, correct? No. No. Off my list. Come on. I mean, no. some people don't no. answer the phone the first time I you tell, call. I tell you what. Let's just see where let's see where Bateman's at. Yeah, let's okay. see where Bateman's at, and then Bateman, where did you meet your women? Uh, actually, I met one last night. I actually hung out with uh, the retard Wonder Boy when he went to go pick up his man friend Harry Elvis. Your in, other boyfriend in D.C. I'm practically a nine. Actually, I am a nine. And uh, I met this woman Leslie last night in D.C. So where specifically did you meet her? I'm not going to tell you all that stuff. Then did you just go around the mall too, asking all the women who don't speak English for their phone <laughs> <What>? numbers? <laughs> Hey, I see you're working and can't you run beaner. away from me. Yeah. She called you a beaner, too. How This is not Cafe Beaner. This is the hideout. <laughs> All right. Dubs, that joke was for you. I know you appreciate yeah. humor like that. I like it. Even though I don't. Right. Let's call this one. This is Leslie. Yeah. Right now, I think all you need is one. Hi, two to win. Crowning King Pimp in Ohio. All circuits are currently busy. Oh. Please try again later. Thank you for calling. She's pretty hot. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you may have a chance with her. Hey, at least she speaks English. <laughs> Could you imagine? There's nothing wrong with women who don't speak English. There's nothing wrong with women who don't speak English. No, she had no teeth. I did sound like she had no teeth. <laughs> was she cute? I forgot to ask her what she looked like. No, she was probably one of the fat shows. <laughs> Is she, is she is she another Asian Mandy Moore? <laughs> I hate Mandy Moore, by the way. She's got that look like you just she's real. But you annoying. add if you add Asian to anything, it almost equals hot. I do like Asian though. I like Amer Asian, where they're like they're part, especially like the mix, the black, the black and the Asian mix is good. I, I like that one a lot. You've never seen that? No, I don't think so. No, you have. I've seen. I think it was at a circus or something. <laughs> What? I, it was rare. Are you, are you serious? Yeah, I've never seen. You it. can't be. Se you can't seriously be my friend. I'm. I'm your best friend. Remember, no. Remember that. 
<laughs> I don't know how Cameron even likes you. Dial the phone, Beaner. All right, you're going to stop at the racist humor. That is not cool. Because I know... It's... Hey, I'm just repeating what uh, Shukri or whatever his name said. <laughs> yeah, I bet those were guys, too, Sideshow. Oh. Not that you really care. No. Again, could... Shukri's long for Shaq. <laughs> Hello, this is not the person you were trying to call. You've reached the rejection hotline provided by rejectionhotline.com. The person who gave you this number did You're not dialing have a different real number. number. We know this sucks, but don't be too devastated. So why were you given what? a rejection hotline number? You were given a rejection phone you number. Dialed, what number did you dial? Remember when we talked about this? Yeah. What was it like? Two weeks, three weeks ago. It was like three or four weeks ago where we talked about... It was something that happened in Michigan, right? Yeah, people would handle this out all the time in Michigan. Losers. <laughs> and what was so funny about the thing in Michigan was that they were 212 phone numbers. Yeah. But they had, this is a local, it was 202, all right, you want to dial, all right, look, you can watch me as I dial it. How would I even know what these numbers are? You've probably give, been given it enough. This is not right. Were you changing the number, Sideshow? Shut up. Yeah, you shut up, you dork. <laughs> nerd! Internet nerd. Hello. It actually starts off like sound like a gay line. Hey, stud. He'd be happy with that. Whatever, I got two more. It doesn't matter. That's got it. Whatever. Shut up. Next next number. Hold on a second. How do you feel that a woman... I still don't think you're dialing right now. How does it feel that a woman gave you... First of all, that a woman will go out and get these fake phone numbers... But secondly, that she would hand it to you. By the way, Stacy from the Stacy Show is here. You can the pleasure on her face right now with the fact that Bateman was given a hack phone number. It, we'll talk to you in a little bit, Stacy. Look at you looking at me with my bald head. I know what's going through your mind. I see some of the hairs growing in. Shut up. What is that about? At least I got real phone numbers. <laughs> I don't see you with any phone numbers. I'm calling womenagainstbush.org a little bit later on, trying to hook up with Carol or uh, Karen. All right, let's try. Who's Stephanie? I see this is a I'm black chick. I see this is a Maryland number. I like the fact that you're not discriminating. And I'll give that to Sideshow. He was into all chicks. Oh, he's yeah. in the ones friends. All chicks. Equality, baby. Yeah, he didn't matter how many. <laughs> all right, here we go. Is it up? Yeah. It's hot. It's hot. And it's not ringing. Something happened? You no. Know, I think uh, you, did you? All right, let's try this again. I swear, dialing on it. Oh, do I need a one? I think so. All right, let's try this again then. Three, zero, one. Shh. I don't give out any of my women's phone numbers. Yeah, we don't want them to call the rejection line, too. Shut up. Yeah, we don't want our listeners calling long distance for fake phone numbers. Whatever. Do we have another one? Hot, hot black chick named Stephanie? Yeah. Pick up the phone. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. This is the hideout. What? <laughs> Wait a second. May I speak to Stephanie? You don't live here. Well, what is your name? What are you talking? Why are you calling my house, Hefe? Who is this? You guys know each other. Who is this? This is Matt. Matt Albert? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I guess we did. That's your girlfriend? I guess we did. 
Where's Stephanie? Wait a second. What I the guess, hell? I guess we, we didn't say chick's phone numbers. <laughs> I guess he could be King Fat Pimp. Put Stephanie on. Wait a second. You don't even live here, man. What, what, why are you calling my number? All right, what is the first number you gave me, Leslie, is for a fake phone line. The second one, the Stephanie's really Matt Alberts. He has a sister named Stephanie. Did you even meet her? Yeah, I met her one time. When? She came in the studio. That was like seven months ago. Still counts. What a loser. Why the hell are you calling me? Because... Man, I should have been a loser. Well, okay, next, next number. Hold on a second. I took out and win this. We're doing this. You're obviously listening to the show, right? Yeah. Are you eating? I was. Tacos. <laughs> tacos? Yeah. Many? Large? I ate three. <laughs> I got tired after that one. Is this the Bowel Bowl Part 2? No. Shh. Wow. So you gave you got Matt Albert's phone number. Who do we want to take? Do we even think this last number's real? That's I mean, I don't even think it matters. Were you even planning on winning this contest? I'm gonna win. Those other retards of his don't count. The best you can do is tie. You only gave me Whatever. three numbers. Whatever. Matt, is your mom there? No, and you're not talking to her. <laughs> the the last number you probably gave me was one of Sideshow chicks. Yeah, that's My true. MySpace or something. What a freaking loser. Listen to him. Matt Albert's calling you a loser because you gave his phone number to call a woman. His sister gave it to me. All right, we'll see if that boy. gap. What kind of a midget has a two-year gap and not getting any? You! You've been almost 20 you years! You have a two-decade gap. Yeah! <laughs> what are you talking about? I have Gee, what? You're fat? You're yeah. hairy? You're smelly? You got gray hair? You don't have a job? No. You don't drive? Which excuse do you want to use? He has three rows of teeth, too. Can you keep that quiet? I don't want that. <laughs> and three stomachs. <laughs> He's like a brontosaurus. Jesus, <laughs> <is cut. laughs> I don't need this freaking. Bye. Later, matey. Your sister's hot. You're ruining the bit. You're not gonna take this seriously. I took it. That first one's a fluke. Shut up. All right. I still think the number's been changed. This is the last one. This is the only redeeming hope you have. Jennifer. Jennifer, where did you meet her? I met her at Whitlow's on Thursday. Whitlow's at... What's Whitlow's? Arlington, right? Yeah. This is the time you went with me and Rev9 and the hot chicks. You met her there? Yeah. That time? No, not that time. I'm with her Thursday. But I didn't see you with a chick at all. I haven't Thursday? Seen, I haven't even seen you with a chick. After, the, after I did Ronald Fez, I went in there no. hung out. I smell a lie. Shut up, Mr. Clean. Chicks think this is sexy. Now, this one's a 703 number. Okay, so you met her in Arlington. Makes sense so far. We called Matt Albert. I can't believe we used Viacom's dialing. Hello, this is not the person you were trying to call. You've reached the Rejection Hotline, provided by RejectionHotline.com. The person who gave you this number did not want you to have their real number. We know this sucks, but don't be too devastated. So why were you given what? the Rejection Hotline number? Maybe you're just not this person's type. No, this could mean short, fat, ugly, dumb, annoying, arrogant, short, a general loser. Dumb, Maybe loser, from that arrogant. Body order or a nasty combination of the two. Maybe you just give off that creepy, overbearing, psycho stalker vibe. Yes! Maybe the idea yes. with you just seems as appealing as playing leapfrog with unicorns. Regardless of the reason, please take the hint. Accept the fact that you were rejected and then get over it. Whatever, this is... See, you're doing something with the phones. Is you playing like a CD or something? Dude, I dialed these stupid numbers. Whatever. I dialed I the numbers. This. I don't believe this at all. Bad monkey, did I cheat? No way, man. I saw it. Everybody saw it. We all have these witnesses. You here. could even go in the back and call them again. 
pick one of my girls. I got one more left for you. This is the hottest one. Well, you already won. No, but I'm telling you, you'll love talking to her. Trinity, welcome into the hideout. Hi. Hey there, baby. You're on the air. Did you hey. meet? Did you meet Sideshow? Yes, I did. Where? Sideshow. I met him at a gas station. Exxon. <laughs> you were so classy. You'll approach a woman anywhere, Sideshow. Was she working there too? Did you check her oil? No, 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 no. I was driving in, and then all of a sudden, I saw her cleaning out her car. Okay, and her ass was sticking out. So all right, all right, all right, all right. So, I'm sure she's so impressed with the way you're talking about her. Do you what, like that? What does Sideshow look like, so we can confirm that you really know you know him? He had um, medium length hair with a fishing hat on. And... You wear that stupid fishing hat everywhere. That's the lamest hat ever. The ladies love it. I'm telling you, fellas. Trinity, what do you look like? I have long blonde hair. I'm about five five. Do you work at the mall? I work at the mall. Yes. <laughs> could you could you go to anywhere else besides? The I didn't mall? meet her at the mall. I swear to God. I give you credit. This woman knows English. That he was all. He was making a comment about my ass, about how it looked like an apple. I was. <laughs> and that's. I don't and, remember all that. And that line works on you? Uh, not usually. No. All right. I smell. All right. Well, I guess it's can't. What kind of a future could Sideshow have with you? Could you guys? You see yourself going out and having a beer with him? Well, you're 20. Do you see going and having soda or something? No, probably not. Oh. Ah. Ah. Well, thank you, Trinity. Um, Hold on. You would never go out with me. Come on. All that good stuff. You were you were laughing at my jokes. Come on. It was funny at the time. <laughs> now it's creepy. <laughs> now it's creepy that you called her on a radio show. Isn't it creepy, Trinity? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want me to take away his, the, your phone number from him? I will do that. No, for you. he can. He, he'll, I'll let him call me one more time. Oh, okay. So that counts. Uh, you know what? That does technically count. Thank a show you, allow one more phone call. That's... And bait me just because you can call your fake numbers all the time, and you call Matt Albert every hour of the day. <laughs> well, thank you, Trinity. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. I think that sideshows women are whores. I don't even think they're real. I'm sure it's a. Rub and tug. I'll tell you what, Tommy, I'll give you uh, Chuck Forty. You want that one that said she worked at the coffee shop sounded like a rub and tug. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You want happy ending? <laughs> All right. Those are legit places. <laughs> Could you imagine if that Add was... $20. Could you imagine if that was, what was going on in the back of Cafe Beaner or whatever it is? <laughs> Who calls her place Cafe Beaner? How, how is that even is what that? it's called? Is that the name of it? I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, is the mochaccina extra? <laughs> That's why you got fake phone numbers. Jokes like that. <laughs> I want it frothy, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's unanimous. Both of these guys are completely lame. But we do have a winner. But we do have a winner in Sideshow. Thank you. <laughs> King Pimp, I guess, with the hideout. That's right. The astounding applause. And those of you listening now, just rejoice in the fact that you're not these two loser douches. All right. Hey, um, give me the, will somebody give me the music box over there, the big music box that I have? While, uh, ba in fact, Bateman, why don't you bring it over? Someone has We've got to get a song together. Dubs, we said we're going to come up with a stunt. We have the stunt because Bateman is the official loser. Bateman, get on the microphone. I do not want you to read this aloud. Okay? Okay. But we're going to do the old school jam of the week. 
and then we were going to come back, and you were going to execute your stunt. I'm I'm questioning this the legitimacy legitimacy of this contest. You're the one that got three fake phone numbers. He got one girl that was coherent, that was willing to talk to him. I don't know, she sounded like she was just out of her coma. You couldn't beat one woman. I could beat lots of women. <laughs> Jesus. What happened to this show? I thought we were feminists like an hour ago. <laughs> I wasn't in the studio then. All right. We're going to play a game called WJF Gay Phone Dialing. <laughs> Dubs and I have written a script. Ugh. Two scripts. I want you to don't read them out loud. I want you to read, read them to yourself. Right. Read now. them to yourself. You're gonna leave these on WJFK uh, management's. I, I don't know about that second phone person here. No, you you have to. Uh, you are going to call. I was just hanging out with this person last night too. <laughs> you are going to call Wendell and leave him a gay professor gay love for him. Another one. Oh. And you are also going to call Alan. Oh. The WJFK general manager. Hey, Alan, I've never met you before. <laughs> and profess your love. Now, here's the thing. We're going to do this old school jam of the week. I want you to do these seriously. I want you to take this seriously. Can we go to the call on number line one? Maybe, uh -huh. maybe that'll put me over the top. Okay. Anytime that is up on the screen, you know that is not what they're <laughs> going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Tina, welcome into the hideout. Hi. Hi. Okay. Go ahead. Hot. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Go ahead, Tina. What do you want to How's say? How's it going? Outstanding. What did you want to say? That I love the show. Okay. Are you friends with Bowley by chance? Who? <sighs> Bowley. No. 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 Thank you, Tina. What 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 do you enjoy about the so show so much? The fact that they're it's just infested. The hideouts infested with losers. Oh, I wish I could have ran into sideshow. <laughs> All you got to do is work at the Tyson's one, and uh, you guys will hook up. Yeah. Well, what are you doing tonight, Tina? Oh, nothing. Just home with my 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 uh, boyfriend and I are just home. Oh yeah. Yeah, hanging out. I I I I'm I doubt you have a boyfriend. No, I I think I think uh, gay things are great. I think you know if you're gay in America, you you have a. We voice. covered that. Thank you, Tina. So creepy. What do you guys expect me to call my Thanks, Tim. Mr. On Air? <laughs> Ruin that for you? Yeah, thanks, Timmy. All right, which one do we want to do? Let's do, how about we do uh, this Snoop Dogg? Track, um, one of the last tracks. Maybe okay. the second last track. And that's all edited, so we should be fine. I need you to, seriously, you're going to take this seriously. Go handle, the, go handle what you need to handle. We're going to do WJFK dialing. The WJFK party line. Sideshow, congratulations for being named King Pimp. I'm loving it. You were the ultimate G. Now, how many of these women you think you seriously have a shot at? I'd say at least half of them. What was your legitimate game that you stepped to them with? Pretty much, hey baby, does it all. You know? You did just... you uh, did you say, hey, can I have your phone number for a radio show? I said, hey, you know, and can I get a mocha or whatever? Yeah. Or can I try on some high heels? Did you seriously just walk around from mall to mall looking for the? Just looking for a chick and asking for her phone number? Yeah, I just said, hey, I want your phone number. She laughed. She's like, that's kind of, you know, blunt. And she gave it to me. Pretty simple. I got to say, man. It's easy. That's pretty cool. That's pretty... I would never have the cojones to say, yo, baby, show me, show me your digits. Let's do this damn thing. I couldn't do that. They and laugh. If they laugh, they're going to give it to you. 
Maybe that's what, now that I'm trying to get into this whole thing and trying to get back out on the scene, maybe that's what I should start doing, just being forward. Stacy, come here. Come here, baby. First of all, how are you? I know we had a ton of fighting last week. Your show from Vegas was great. You look so sexy tonight. I'm serious. I look like I have run over. No, and That's I like sexy. yeah, I like that. Do you realize this is the first time I've been in studio with absolutely no cleavage showing? Why did you do that? Was it Bateman? Bateman freaked you out last week. He did freak me out a little bit. Why? Well, he's he's just so in his own little delusional world. And that's why we call him Bateman. You know. Mm-hmm. The, the whole and the whole JFK staff kind of thing. Is it, oh, now you're pointing at us. What did we do? I mean, you are bald, and it is lovely. I must and say. You? And I like the little peach fuzz that's growing in. Yeah? It looks nice. I'm telling you. I got to go start out. What's your number? <laughs> Show me them digits. That was good. Really? Excellent. Yes. <laughs> I'm learning. Except uh, you've got to have kind of a, a strut when you do that. Okay. Well, I'm going to work on that. Hey, I, you need a strut, not a gut. That's what she's saying. <laughs> what kind of friend are you? <laughs> A friend that wants to go to the old school jam so he can go have a cigarette. Come on. <laughs> All right. There we go. Let's do the old school jam. We'll come back. WJFK dialing. It's 106.7. WJFK with Snoop Dogg.
That is J-Dubs partying with you on a Saturday night. Doing just a little bit of everything this evening, I yeah. think. We've hit the intelligent entertainment. We've been irreverent. And we're about to get really um, really gay. gay on you. Because... We know how much you like that. <clears throat> yeah, apparently that's not boring as much as people uh, feel that it is disturbing. Never gets old. I do want to say uh, hello to our buddy Bad Monkey, who we're going to get to in a second, who we're going to talk about the website with. A lot of the people who are on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger right now, okay. uh, we want your feedback, and we'd like you to actually call in. Let us know. Be thinking about this. What do you want on RadioHideout.com? A little preemptive strike on what's going to be on our website. That We really want to get the information from everybody out there so that this website, much like the show, is for you because you're going to be the ones visiting it. I think it's obvious what they want on the website. Pictures of me modeling. Bateman is here. He, what pictures do you take yourself with your Sprint PCS phone? Why do they have Sprint a free, a free plug like that? Because they get me a great phone. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Again, Bateman is here with his karate uniform, wearing the all-access pass to the St. Pat Spat, um, and a yellow belt. I see you up upgraded. Yes, he had that last time. Oh, uh, did he? For those of you just now joining in, I in, won. Let's get everybody recapped. Basically, here's the short of it. <laughs> Bateman. Oh, Bateman. <laughs> 
Bateman steals new Rory or sideshow oh. chick that he's been working for four months. Winnie Cooper, I think it is. Oh, oh, shut up. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> A fight ensues. <laughs> um, they want to see who is crowned King Pimp. And I won. They go out and gather phone numbers. And I won. They're both really lame. But I won. Sideshow brings in 15 and only one chick is willing to consider more than anything else. I'm giving them two. Fit, all right, two of the of the fifteen that he gathered all at Tyson's one. They in the meantime, been... Bateman walks in here confident, even though he only has three phone numbers. Mine were real. Two of them were rejections. Lies. Hey, what are you talking about? It all happened last segment. I don't remember that segment. I don't know what you're talking about. And one of them was to Matt Albert, which what? Which by the way. Uh, people on the AOL for broadband are saying that should count. He should count as four people no matter what. <laughs> so he should win. He's got a great rack. So here's the thing. Right now, we have the stunt for the loser, which is Bateman. I won that thing. I don't know why I, I'm doing you, that. I, I'm serious. You lost. You were going to pay the bet, and you were going to do what we call WJF Gay phone dialing where we have picked two people that you will call and profess your love and to we, them. We wrote up the script so you can't go off on your own tangent. We need you to read these word for word, verbatim, and heartfelt. I want you to get into this. I want Wendell the Engineer and Alan Linewan's days to be made when they walk in Monday morning and check their voicemail here at the mighty WJFK. Okay. Yeah, fine, whatever. Do we want to start with Wendell? Let's start with Wendell. We're going to take our mics out of audition so that the voicemail won't he you're not going to like it won't be heard us on the voicemail, okay? Uh, only Tommy. They're just going to hear what Tommy is saying. Don't mess this up. This is you paying off the bet because you steal women <laughs> and then you give a fake numbers. Whatever. You steal women that you know. And then on a on a bet you can't even come through. I came through. Matt Albert hardly counts. And I love how we're interrupting Matt Albert while he's eating tacos. That, to me, is what the funniest thing is. Uh, I wish Ben Medina was there. He'd be thanking him for uh, for supporting their, his culture. That's a callback. I know. Hey, real quick, while we're on the subject of Bateman, this guy's so creepy. He calls me Thursday night, I guess, when he's supposed to be out. I was out. There's no way I could have called you. All right, we already know. Will you stop with the line? We already know that you weren't out. Apparently... He's so excited, he calls me, bothers me at home, because his stepsister, he's talked to his stepsister. Last week, this was another thing revealed about our, our producer. The fact that he went to his, his dad's wedding, and he thinks his stepsister is the hottest chick in the world, and wants to hook up with his stepsister. He called me so excited because he talked to his stepsister. What'd you say? Uh, Hi. Hopefully she told him he was sick. <laughs> Well, no, nothing's wrong with that. What did she say to you? We were just talking on the phone, some small talk. I could tell she wants it, though. It's your stepsister. All right, I'm not getting into this game. It's time for WJFK dialing. She wants it. Call the window first. All right. You're going to get mood music. You're going to get the whole thing. WJFK dialing, paying off the, the bet for King Pimp. Tommy Bateman, paying off the bet. This is the stunt Dubs and I came up with. I want this heartfelt. We need to feel the gay. <laughs> Show me the gay. That's what I want. 
Somebody Hi, it's Wendell Holland, WJFK Engineering. Anything you say may be recorded for broadcast, so please leave me a brief message with your phone number and name and what you want to talk about, and I'll call you right back. I'll record your message at the tone. When you're finished, hang up or stay on the line for further options. Wendell. Wendell, this is Tommy. Tommy Bateman. I don't mean for this to be awkward, but ever since the makeover, I find myself just drawn to you. While I often daydream about your former rugged, grizzly bear look, I find your new masculine appearance both soft and masculine. I just wish I had the clippings from your beard so I could staple them to my chin and pretend to be you, my love. So to better understand the inner workings of a BTS or behind Tommy... Can you even say this? No, probably not. Finally, I know Hefe gave you his bicycle with no seat. Now, more than ever, I wish my face were a bicycle seat. Can we even say this? Yes. Big kisses, Tommy. All right. All right. We're going we're gonna to re-record. We aren't keeping that one. All right. What do we do? Thank you. If you'd like to add to your message, enter one. Hold on. To listen to it, two. All right. To re-record, Turn that down. enter pound. <laughs> Wendell. Wendell, this is Tommy. Tommy Bateman. I don't mean for this to be awkward, but ever since the makeover, I find myself just drawn to you. While I often daydream about your former rugged, grizzly bear look, I find your new masculine appearance both soft and masculine. I just wish I had the clippings from your beard so I could staple them to my chin and pretend to be you, my love. So to better understand the inner workings of a BTS or behind Tommy. Can you even say this? <laughs> Finally, I know Hefe gave you his bicycle with no seats. Now, more than ever, I wish my face were a bicycle seat. Can we even say this? Big kisses, Tommy. Uh, all right, this is all fine. This is all fine. Hold on, what does it say to do now? Thank you. If you'd like to add to your message, enter one. To listen to it, two. To re-record, enter pound. All right, you're gonna do it again. Wenzel, it's Tommy. Tommy Bateman. I don't mean for this to be awkward, but ever since the makeover, I find myself drawn to you. While I often daydream about your former rugged, grizzly bear look, I find your new appearance both soft and masculine. I just wish I had the clippings from your beard so I could staple them to my chin and pretend to be you, love. <laughs> Finally, I know Hefe gave you his bicycle. Now more than ever, I wish my face were a bicycle seat. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Alright. If you'd like to add to your message, enter one. Do we want to listen back? Listen I think I'm good it. with that one. Two. Yeah, I'm good with that one. <laughs> I like that one. Good job. Yeah, thanks. How does it feel? Do you do you do you feel like you meant it? No. If it when? My stepsister, yes. Not him. Even though I was with him last night, actually. Strangely enough. So wait a second. <laughs> it's you, Wendell. And now you're leaving a gay message. <laughs> Wonder Boy and Harry Elvis and Wonder Boy's girlfriend, who strangely finds him hilarious, which I don't quite get. Oh, wait a second. Don't even go there. Because you told me when you were hanging out with Sideshow's chick after the St. Pat spat that you found Wonder Boy oddly entertaining and funny and hilarious. Funny, I don't remember that. I know you said that. 
How does that make you feel, Dubs? He thinks he thinks Wonder Boy's funnier than you. I never said that. I just heard it. Everybody else to hear that? I never said he was funnier than Dubs. See, now you're putting words in my mouth again. You're trying to get me in trouble with more. Well, don't people. worry, Wendell. Wendell will be here to put something else. All right, don't worry. You're walking that fine line. I am. I'm towing it. <laughs> it's ten fifteen. All right, let's do that. You ready for Alan? Yep. Is Alan ready for me? We're about to find out. WJFK dialing. Why? What does this say about us? This is funny to us. <laughs> this is what we do. This is this is how we make people pay off stunts. <sighs> I love how he's self-editing too. Yeah, everything this time. Hello, this is Alan. Maybe Lyon. if it was written in complete sentences. WJFK Radio. I'm unavailable right now, so please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I'll get back to you. Leave your message. Thank you, and have a nice day. It's raining bells. Hang up. Stay on the line for further options. Oh, I'll start over. All right, you want to start yeah. it over? I, I thought that was... I, I forgot that Thank dumb you. bitch comes out. If you'd like to add your message, enter one. <laughs> to listen to it, two. To re-record, enter pound. I'm sorry. Griffith. It's raining bells. All right, hold on. Dubs, you keep talking. They can't hear us anyway. Thank you. Oh, if you'd they like can't, to can add they? your message, enter one. <laughs> to listen to it, two. To re-record, enter pound. I'm sorry. It's raining bells. Hey, Alan. It's it's Tommy. Tommy Bateman from the Hideout. I know there's been a lot of discussion about the future of the Hideout, but I want to talk about our future. Our future as gay homosexuals. <laughs> I really dig the fact that you take care of yourself. Your skin is so soft, yet you are very manly with your hairy body. This isn't just sexual. I can see us cuddling with each other after a long day at work, and your five o'clock shadow scraping my chest as we watch the OC. I'm your future. I'll see you in the hallway, baby. All right. All right. All right. Can we listen to Thank you. If you'd like to add to your message, enter one. To listen to it, two. Hey, Alan, it's, it's Tommy, Tommy Bateman from The Hideout. I know there's been a lot of discussion about the future of The Hideout, but I want to talk about our future, our future as gay homosexuals. I really dig the fact that you take care of yourself. Your skin is so soft, yet you are very manly with your hairy body. This isn't just sexual. I can see us cuddling with each other after a long day at work. And your five o'clock shadow scraping my chest as you watch the OC. <laughs> I'm your future. I'll see you in the hallway, baby. Uh. <laughs> that was classic. Thank you. If you'd like to add to your message, enter one. To listen to it, two. To re-record, enter pound. All right, we're fine with that. So all we got to do is hang up, right? Yeah. He'll Thank it. you. Your message has been sent. Thank you. Yes. Well, it was nice working here while it lasted. <laughs> oh, let's give Tommy a round of applause. Uh, I, I think you meant that last one. The last one seemed to come across a lot more like you meant it. And even in the end, uh, see you in the hallway, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, this was actually written in complete sentences. Cameron, uh, Cameron sent me uh, an IM saying douche chills. Just douche chills. 
<laughs> That's going to be very uncomfortable. Especially since I've never met Alan or even seen him. <laughs> I tell you this. But though. you find him sexy, huh? Yeah, it was easy for me way. to write that one. He's a sexy man. See, I thought Dubs wrote it because there was like, spelling errors and like... That was Hefe. Well, Dubs was talking, and you know Dubs can't even talk. And I, I want to know about the difference between homosexuals and gay homosexuals. <laughs> that was Dubs. <laughs> I think it's funnier when you throw both of them together. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> if you just say I'm gay or I'm a homosexual, it's a, it's a small chuckle. But if you're, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a gay homosexual. And Isolate that. Isolate, yep. What do, we, uh, <laughs> what do we think about the game? Is this a game that maybe we can do again? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think after we... Uh, Get all the uh, wrinkles pressed out of it too, on our end. Yeah, definitely. Oops, definitely. I turned the mic back up. Make sure you put us back in audition so that people can, uh, whenever people call up, yeah, they can do this. All right. Well, thank you, Bateman. Hey, doesn't Dubs have a new saying or something? We'll get to it later. Oh man, we we're we're busy. Whatever. Oh, let me see if I can find Dubs' saying. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Actually, this is Cameron uh, talking about Alan. How good does he look? How good does he look? I'm on the gay side. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. <sighs> what is this show? I, this, now people are entertained. You talk about you, you talk about womenagainstbush.org. People aren't entertained. Should we take a commercial break, or do we just keep right on rolling? Just keep on keeping on, man. Do you? Yeah. Well, let's. He's been in the studio for a but, while now. For a while now. Um, but I'd like to welcome in uh, Bad Monkey. Bad Monkey, welcome into the hideout. Thanks, man. He is, uh, make sure you talk right on top of the mic, speak up. Right um, you were here. We worked together in another place. Yes, the other place. And you talked about the fact, and I've checked out your work, and I like what you do on the Internet. Give me your, your Internet background or your, your programming background. Well, I did for about three years. I did the official website for Fishbone. Okay. And I did, uh, I've done some of my own stuff mostly. I do the, uh, I do spoken word and I did a website for myself, madpunk.com. Um, I've done. Like, what's your, like, what's your technical background? Though? Oh, my technical background? Yeah. I mean, do you know, how, how do you know all this? Because Dubs, I don't know a damn thing about computers, no, brother. I, I got, uh, like, I tried to work on that front page software. Oh, no, no, no. I, couldn't, I, I, mean, I was just trying to get a feel for how to do anything, and I couldn't even figure that out. I'm completely Internet retarded. Uh, I don't have a clue as how to begin to program or set things up. No. I didn't even know how to register the domain. I had to get someone to help me register RadioHideout.com. Yeah. That's no good. So we now have you here to put together, hopefully, the site for us. Are you down with that? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the easy part. What do we What do we need to do? Like, I've already got the domain name. Okay. What is next? What can you automatically just go in there and start? I feel like this is Tech Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, Tech Talk's new time. 10 a.m. Saturday morning. Nice. Is, uh, is uh, Mr. Gray here? I believe Mr. Cameron Gray is here. I was listening to him today as they were talking about wormholes. How about shirts? Uh, shirts is not in the building, but he was here earlier today. and uh, Actually, it was a good show. I tuned it in earlier. Enjoyed it while playing my... I, uh, I haven't got a chance yet. I need to listen. My EA Sports 2004 uh, MVP. So... Can, now that you know the domain, can you? Do I need to sign anything over to you? Do I? Oh, basically, I'm going to need the username and password so I can log in and and upload my work. Okay.
Yeah. Have you already started some initial like workings? I, I was kind of playing with some stuff this afternoon. Okay. A bit, uh, some uh, hideout logos and stuff. Because that's one thing we we need logos. Because here's the thing. All right, let's talk about this. And our our regular listeners, and even those of you when you when you look at radio websites, what do you want? What do you? What is it an absolute necessity for the show website to have? And what annoys the hell out of you? You know, 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. We are working on our website right now, uh, kind of a preemptive strike on it because we haven't even uh, put it up yet, but we want some feedback before it gets up. How long do you think it would take to get the, to get it up and running? I could probably get a a fairly basic level site going in about a week, maybe two weeks. Really? Wow. Okay, so we could nice. have, we could have something up and going. Uh, by the time I uh, by the time I get to Dallas, which by the way we haven't even talked about yet, <laughs> so much to talk about that we're not even in. All right, first things first, pictures. Do we want pictures on the website? Do you like pictures on the website? Here's the thing, I hate it when there's a radio website and all it is is the radio DJ in like stupid poses and yeah, you never get a good pose. You always end up looking like a a douche or a loser and you're you're trying to do something wacky i'm not a big believer in having a picture of us up on the web i don't, i hate the fact that my picture's on wjfk.com where's I, that i uh, wish I it was taken down it. it was on the it's under well i'm not even saying is it the fight ones yeah okay good luck finding that i hate that my picture's on there it's, why i mean I, I think for that kind of stuff it's fine but i hate it when they have their uh, the glossy yeah. Oh yeah, that 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 cheesy headshot. Yeah, the headshot has to go. Now you were telling me you had some sort of neat software where you can take a picture of us and turn it into a cartoon. Well, it's it's not really going to turn you into a cartoon. And basically, what it's going to do is it's going to it's going to pick the edges out, so it kind of traces you and it's going to leave you kind of cartoony looking. I'm going to do some effects and it's going to you're going to look. You can look like aliens, man. For that's cool. I mean, are you down with that? Are you I'm down, down with something a little bit different like that? Yeah, definitely. Now we talk about pictures too. There are certain things that I guess we would want photos of. Example, your queer cat. The picture of your queer cat. I, I don't have a queer cat. I have a completely hetero cat. But please go on. In that in that orange little ball shirt thingy that you got for the it. short shirt. The short shirt. Do you still wear that? You still put that on the cat? By yeah. the way, velvet paws. It says on it. It's beautiful. <laughs> that needs to go on RadioHideout.com. It does. It needs to go on every website, actually. Remember we were going to do this thing, Mow or No? It's so cute. We were going to do it for that, Mow or No, and we were also going to do it for Tommy's picture, the pic that we just mentioned, Tommy's picture, with him naked on MySpace.com, topless. Those are the kind of things that I want to put up. Those are fun, I think. I think, I think the Tommy picture is gayer. I mean, a guy taking his shirt off, holding his camera phone, and taking a picture in at the mirror. Here's the thing. That's going to be the first thing. That's the first quote-unquote content on RadioHideout.com. I want to put up a picture, Mo or No, or which is the bigger Mo. And then we have the picture of Sadie Lou, and then we have the picture of Tommy Bateman, and you have to decide. That'll be our quote-unquote poll. Yeah, right our internet poll. We need more content, though. 866-277-4960. That's all I want to do. I'm done. Thanks for coming in, Bad Monkey. <laughs> all right, dude. I'll take care of that. I'll see you tomorrow with the website. Uh, yeah, exactly. This website's going to be all done. Now, you know the other thing I want pictures of? Remember New Year's Eve? We'll, we'll never be able to re-air it, which is sad. 
But remember when Matt Albert was in here with the blow-up doll? Yeah. And we were making him get to various bases? Mm-hmm. We've got photos of that. Oh, that should definitely go in. And I'm going to actually get the photos when I go back to Texas, because somehow they ended up in Texas. Well, your cousin probably took them, huh? So I'm, we're going to have to put the photos of Matt Albert and his relations with the blow-up doll on RadioHideout.com. So I guess those are the kind of pictures... That we want to put up, right, Dubs? Not pictures like self-serving pictures for us. Yeah, we want kind of pictures to give a feel for the show, not a feel for what we look like. Exactly. Mark, welcome into the hideout. Because hey, who gives a damn? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, Dubs, I love your show. I think it's great that you let the other guy hang out every weekend. No problem, Mark. You definitely should have pictures of yourself up on the site. All right? Make them, like, interactive. Where... <laughs> All right. All right. Normally you don't don't swear. <laughs> that surprised us. <laughs> but good call. Um eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Um the in the in action photos I think Candid is what shot. he was talking about. Candid shot. Candid shot. I still I don't even like that. I, I'd rather do something else and have it actually focus the pictures be about content. Alright, so moving on, we're gonna have some sort of pictures. This is another thing that I want on the air, or I want on the website. I want a section for storylines. Okay. I want something where people can go and get, you know, kind of background of different people. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we we reference people all the time. Yeah, and a lot of it for someone who just casually tunes in, they would have no idea. All right, somebody has sent me a picture on the AOL for broadband with the two of us standing next to each other. Oh, was that before the fight or after the fight? You guys have been working out, I can tell. That is the sloppiest, ugliest, <laughs> stupidest picture of the sh- of the uh, St. Pat's spat. Oh, I know. Look at like both of our fight. guts are just hanging. <laughs> it looks like bum fights. <laughs> it does look like bum fights. <laughs> Who has this? Who allowed pictures? Who actually has that one? Oh, my God. All right, somebody is telling us, Squash on the AOL for Broadband says, forums are a big necessity for radio sites. Message Watch boards. Ha- message boards? I'm not a fan of the message board. I can, and the I can reason, get into them. Really? Yeah. And the reason it is, it usually ends up turning negative. And it's usually just this... This breeding ground for hatred a lot of times. And, and there's so many message boards out there. And then when you think about it, too, what are they? Even if they go and they post positive stuff, what does that end up saying about the show? What does that end up helping the show? I mean, I understand a form where you need people, listeners to, to get together and, you know, congregate with each other and feel like yeah. they can chat with each other. But the message boards, a lot of times, they end up going way off topic. They're not even about the show. Yeah, I'm t- I'm torn on message boards. I really you can post the topics. I really don't like them. And then who's gonna monitor them? And then you gotta have people checking them out and deleting stuff. If it's- I mean, even DCRTV.com, they're in trouble because uh, some stuff got posted on their site. You know, because it could be t- libelous. Maybe later on. Yeah. Right now, just beginning the site. I don't know if I want that. However, I do like a chat room. I know our buddy Cheeseface. Um, my buddy Cheeseface, our buddy, yeah. creates a chat room where a lot of the listeners go and chat during the show. How, what does that take? Could you get a chat room up and running? A lot of places have them. You can, you can set one up for free somewhere. 
Okay. Easy enough to and do. And just link up to it? Right. Yeah, you just link to that. Uh, we can make it look like our website in most cases. And uh, and then uh, you can have it running during the show. So you can look and see what people are saying. And, and you can even mention that in the show. And that's what we that's what we want to try to do. So something like that I'm into. Going back to the storyline section, though, we refer to people all the time. And, of course, it's a weekly show. Um, who knows? Hopefully things could be happening soon. Yeah. But we mention people. And a lot of times it's inside, and we don't always have time to get you caught up on who everybody is. I think that a perfect thing is for you to be able to go to RadioHideout.com and click on Storylines. And that way you automatically know who everybody is and what their backstory is. Example, Shafee. We did a joke about Shafee earlier, who's our buddy who works at the Riff in Detroit, who's with us from the Skank Shift. Um, people like Lefty, people like Cameron, yeah, some Alan. People, you know, casual listeners don't really know those names. Sideshow, Matt Albert is a perfect person who, uh, if you've been with the show for a long time, you know exactly who it is, and it's really funny. Otherwise, you'd be like, hey, who's the who's the fat guy breathing real heavy into the phone? You don't know the whole backstory. Something with storylines I'm real into. Maybe we could even have photos of those people. Yeah, if nothing else, section. if nothing else, their relation to the show. I'm a real big on that one. You yeah. like that one? Yeah. Um, um, chat room. What about MP3s? We could do that. How much space do we need? How much is this going to cost? Well, like three and a half, uh, three and a half minute rock song is generally, you know, like three and a half meg, four meg. It's not. They're not that big. So you're talking just straight talking audio so we're not it shouldn't be that big for like little things and what do i what you want what do i need to do like is it going to cost us money like do we need to now go are you because i want to i want to put you in charge of that like finding us a server and do we need to hand you over a credit card number so that you can we can pay for all that kind of hey, stuff credit card numbers are great man <laughs> <laughs> all right that worries me <laughs> dubs you and i need to get together and get a uh, a hideout credit card okay an expense. It's going to be under your name anyway. My credit's hell. It's <laughs> absolute hell. Cameron, uh, this is. Let's expense it. You Everybody gets laptops. Why can't we get a? You yeah. Know, why can't we get? Why can't we get the company to pay for our website? We'll work on that. Right on. Is that one of the main things that needs to happen first? Yeah, we're going to have to find some kind of hosting. But the people that are hosting your site for uh, just registering. They seem to have a, a fairly decent deal. Really? I was looking at today. How much did that cost? I think it was like eight bucks a month. Oh, that's nothing. And that was the low end, but I, I didn't really look at the details. I just kind of saw it. Well, let's get on that then. Let's get on the eight bucks a month plan. Yeah, the eight bucks. I like oh. that program. <laughs> we need to do a little bit better than eight bucks a month. Come on. We probably do something like we're like thirty bucks a month. Probably get a pretty decent deal for that. Snowman, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, brother? Hey, I was wondering if you might want to put a link on there to Governor Warner so people can email uh, email him to try to get felons or uh, voting rights back. Oh, this is our buddy we were talking about earlier who lost the right to vote because of a mistake way back when. That's a good thing, actually, Snowman. Links. And I want the links to be to places like womenagainstbush.org. People we've had in here, people we like, people Gothicsluts.com. Um, and then also, too, Bully. I mean, bull, bully Spears. <laughs> but then also, too, yeah, things like that where if people want to get involved, write their Congress people, write their governors. Definitely. That's a great one, Snowman. Thank you, bro. Thanks. Nice, you, buddy. Give me Bully's link anytime. 866 277 4969. 866 277 4969.
All right. Now, here's the other thing that I feel is kind of important, and this, we'll wrap this up with the uh, – let's let's take one quick commercial break before before we – because I want to get into some news headlines too, Doves. Okay. Um, but the other thing – what colors do we want to use? I know this is something that isn't we, usually thought about. Well, you, you're, a, you're a Texas Tech man, uh, red and black. You like red and black? I like red and black. That's what I always kind of pictured, envisioned, like a red and black for the high. Yeah, that, that works. That's Something, what a lot of the sites I used to do seemed like they all came out red and black. I just but, couldn't well, get away thing, from that for a long time. Is that overdone, though? How about, I mean, it's, it's a, a hideout. site thing. Yeah, it's black a hideout, like a, 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 a gray shade, a black and white kind of thing. Uh, you know what else I want on there? A gay page. A gay page. All right. Just everything gay on that page. All right, hold on. Let me write this. Well, how about we put this? We'll title it Homoerotic Humor, because that's actually something the hideout specializes in. We'll have a little section. We'll have a section for storylines. We'll have a section for picks. Then we'll have or a section. Why don't we just call it Tommy's Page? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a section for Homoerotic Humor. All right, we need a section for affiliates, too. For all the other stations that carry the show, we uh, yeah, we are run late on the network. <laughs> I know we joined the network so late; they're busy hearing uh, bald truth commercials. Okay, is there anything else, bald monkey, that you feel like we need? Bald to... monkey, yeah, where's that? Bad monkey. I got more hair than you do, man. <laughs> Sorry, uh, this is something subconsciously because I'm looking at this picture of me on WJFK.com, and all I can think about is the fact that I'm missing my pretty hair now. Anything else bad, monkey, that you can think of? Anything callers? We've got so many people involved with the Internet that we, is an absolute necessity. Like, do we want pictures of Cameron up there? Oh, of course. Do we want pictures? We want his email there, too. That's another good thing. So, like, the email of, like, Michael Hughes and... Jay Stevens. Jay Stevens and Cameron. Big Owen Dukes. We need all the head on shows of this company on our website. All the important oh, yeah. people. All the all the Viacom bigwigs. Anything else that you would maybe recommend now that you've sat in on the show, you know a little bit about us? I, I, I had a thought. I don't know if it's I don't know yet if it's possible to do it. But um I was thinking it'd be cool if I can figure it out to have uh hide out uh ringtones. Ringtones. What does that mean? For your cell phone, man. Yeah. Oh, well, you can actually do... Oh, so like somebody on the ringtone could have this. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Yes. <laughs> can we post that and then some... Every or maybe this. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. And we'll produce these on Cool Edit Pro. Right. So that we can put the ringtone on. Yeah. I want this for my phone. Tommy's yeah. a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Or how about uh, the, uh, the, um, the Earnhardt? Oh, the Earnhardt song? Yeah, let's go out with that. Lost the last lap. We do this every week now. I know. I love it. Already one lap ahead. <laughs> we do need to post this on the website somewhere. Definitely. Part of me is gone. And now I feel so alone. I know you feel the same way as I. I can't believe Dale's gone. I can't believe those voices I hear. I can only sit back and remember the sound of the crowd as we cheered and cheered. Sing it. In my heart, you'll live forever. Come on. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. He was the only true hero. 
from, from the south. Okay. Tommy, Tommy's mad. Why? He said, I'm going to kick your ass seriously. Come on, dude. We're just playing around. No, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. I'm saying no. No, I'm not. Dubs is in here and wants to hit it. I'm not going to do that. All right. What, what's your problem? I'm on the gay side. There. He wants me to do that. I'm on the gay side. What's well, the we, problem? Is the song the problem? No, it's the it's the me playing this. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. That's what he don't want me to play this. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. He wants more of this. I'm on the gay side. How about Cameron? Go ahead, man. How good does he look? All right. Now, let's stop playing. All we're doing is it's like we're in a production room playing. This is actually going out over the air. Can we focus? Is it? <laughs> Can we focus? Who let that happen? Cameron, get on that. I'm on the gay side. All right, Mr. Twister says you have to watch those low-budgeting host sites because if you have files, the uploads, the downloads, that's going to run up a lot of transfer bandwidth, and these places only give you so much before they begin to rape you. Now, he's right. I want this to be really interactive, so if we have to pay a little bit more, I'm okay with that. I'm willing to budget out, like, you know, seriously, like, it's 50 bucks a month? Yeah, some of these sites will give you unlimited bandwidth for that. Some of them give you so many gigs uh, per month, and then it's like, you know, 30 cents a gig over that or something. Are we going to, um, are we going to be, uh, dubs, are you going to split this with me? The, like, the amount that it costs to host the website since it's now half your show? Sure. <laughs> it's half your show, so it's you have to only, pay for half. The only way is if you comply with me. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Uh, no. No. And then Tommy's splitting it. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Uh, he's leaving. Don't leave. Come on, dude. We're just playing. It's him. Do you see that it's him? Do you see that? No. I have no control over this fader. <laughs> it's him. Why are you messing with him, man? Don't you know that he's crazy? He's my buddy. Why are you doing? He's my buddy, too. So, no, I'm not doing it. You're so... Tommy. Hear him knocking stuff? All right, let's just focus. I'm sorry, bad monkey. Sorry, right, man. He's throwing a chair out there. <laughs> Cameron is here, and Cameron already thinks you're crazy. Stop throwing things. The rage. All right. Well, anyway, bro, it's nice. It's nice to be doing business with you. The passionate Tommy was like, I, I guess. And we're going to, and obviously, whatever you need to put up to pimp yourself, you know, for a link on the RadioHideout.com. I'm sure Cameron is going to give us a link on WJFK.com. This is something that I've wanted for a long time. I I know how great RonFez.net is for Ron and Fez. I, I we need something going like that for the hideout. And I think RadioHideout.com is going to be that. So uh, thank you so much for coming in, brother. No problem, Appreciate man. it, man. Again, big ups. All right. Dubs or Let's you? get a break real quick. Okay. Let's take a very quick commercial break. We'll come back. We'll do some uh, some headlines. Got a couple things that I wanted to chat with. It's uh, 106.7, The Hideout, WJFK. Gay Britney impersonators, fat goth chicks, and radiophiles. This 
is DCRTV.com Dave, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout, the best damn show on the whole damn Washington radio spectrum. El Jefe's Hideout. Hideout. Tonight, let us shake this cave. Tonight, let us tremble these walls of earth, steel, and stone. Let us be heard from red tar to black sky. Tonight, let us make them remember we are not afraid. Washington's 106.7 WJFK. All right, coming down the home stretch at the hideout. Had to take a very quick commercial break just to kind of gather ourselves. We were going to do some headlines here. We forgot that we have Radio Gold waiting. Yeah, more Tommy. I'm sure he's just ecstatic with us tonight. Tommy is a hit, by the way. First, hideout hotline, you're on the air. Seriously, what's wrong with us tonight? What? Cameron. I'm on a roll. <laughs> you sound drunk. He, he IMs me saying, call me, is Dubs drunk? Stone you, cold sober. Have you been drinking? I haven't been drinking since last night. Dubs, I know you're a bit off usually, but you are out of control tonight. What do you mean? I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Is it, is is it, it you is sound it, crazy. Is it funny? Because Cameron says the show sounds disjointed. Is that because of J-Dubs? I, I think... That and the phone calls when you couldn't get a single person to answer the phone. And that's what's so upsetting is the fact that Sideshow, yeah. these two sons of bitches, they're both losers. But you can't depend on them to, for the success of your show. That's true. Take it upon yourself. Until now. Tommy, get in here. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you, Cameron. Cameron. He's right, though. You, you're like in this other zone tonight. <clears throat> You're, it's good, though. To me, it's good. I like this, J-Dubs. What's wrong with me tonight? Nothing's wrong. You're just... I, you're very on it. You're very hitting people. Where's Bateman? Get in here. Stacy. Either Bateman or Stacy. Preferably both of you. I'd like you into the studio right now for the hideout. we got to do this quick. Last week at this time, Stacy was in Vegas. Doing her show live from there. Doing her show live from Vegas. Come on in, baby. Have a seat. Actually, you know what? Let me let me have you sit over here. Uh oh, you all right? Now, Stacy, people were asking me if I was drunk. Are you drunk? I see you stumbling around the studio here. Hi, I'm life. Again, just so sexy tonight. Thank you. Bateman, are you upset with us? Oh, come on, bro. What's your problem? Come on. First, you lie and say I said something I didn't say. What? Which was what? Let's clear that. I turned Stacy down for a three-way. Which, what? From what I told you, I don't even know how the hell you got that out of. What that. is it that you said? I said I was joking around with you. Why would and you even bring that up? Because why was, would you even? Why would that even be remotely funny? I found it kind of funny. I thought it was funny too. But it where is, in his wildest imagination would he ever think that I would hook up with him? Ever? That's why I said it never happened. And from that, he said, "Oh, so you turned her down." All right, hold on a second. This is what I remember hearing. This is what I remember oh. hearing. And you may have, you probably were joking. This is what I heard. This will be interesting. I heard. I can't even look at you. You look so great tonight, Stacy. Let me look at J-Dubs while I say this. Okay, I'll pick my nose. <laughs> I heard Bateman say that he was working the, min the menage angle with his chick or with with sideshow's chick and stacy 
but that Stacy thought it would be weird. No, no, no. So that no. she said no. No, no. I think weird is mild. No. I think repulsive is probably a better word. Now, hold on a second. Ba- oh, let me say this. Let me stand up for Bateman for a second. Bateman's a good-looking dude. Is he small? Yes. But he's a good-looking cat. If I was swinging that way, it would be Alan first, Cameron second, <laughs> Bad Monkey, and then Bateman. And from what I hear, great stamina. Yeah. Are you really mad at us? How, what is this, Dubs? We can't have a single person that ever likes us. I know. We try to be lighthearted and fun. You're on the team, dude. Just know that. You are not... You... And not the team that, you know, we were making fun of you for earlier. You're a champion. Come on, bro. You're a boxing champion. And you got the woman. Now, you didn't get this one. And that's a shame. It's a stealer from somebody else. Well, that's what he did. But you know what? But that's, you know, snooze, you lose. Yeah, exactly. Snooze, you lose. And Sideshow's snoozing. And for the way he set up the bit this last (laughs) go-round, too, I want you to steal other women as well. In fact, I think I have that phone number list. I want you to call the Asian women on this list. Call the Asian women. (laughs) Oh, that's it. Call the massage parlor parlor, or something. The rub and tug. Yeah. All right? That's all yours. You have my permission. Great. Now, you two need to work this out, what's going on between you. I just can't believe she believed anything you said. Let me say something. God damn it. (laughs) I feel sexual attention between you two. I do. Why don't you guys kiss? The midget is inconsequential. None of this stuff. Come on. Don't call him midget. He's tiny. He is so red right now. I, I like... Oh, I'm sunburned anyway. And I have a fever. Thank you very much still. It's a good look for you, though. Yeah. I like how you actually say stuff, and yet I'm still the one that gets in trouble. Well... For stuff that you misunderstand me Welcome say. to the life of a producer. Yeah. Come on. Right. Now, I want you guys to make out. How about Absolutely this? Absolutely not. Why? What if he kisses your hand? Necessary. What if he kisses no. your hand? No. Your feet? No. I'm mad. Your knee. And I'm going to be mad for a while. You Bad really did neck. seem... Are you upset with me or Dubs? Come on, be honest. In the grand picture, he was malicious. I don't understand. Well, I don't know if he was malicious. And, and truth be told, he didn't just say it to you guys. Who else, who else did he say? Because he thought I told you. You told me you told her. Did I? <laughs> see, we don't remember Him anything. Him and his big mouth have been on, let's see, now two shows, three if you include mine. Yeah, and we do include yours. Well, Good thank show. you very much. Coming up next at 11. Can he stick around and co-host? <sighs> it's great radio. Come on. What do you want to say, Bateman? He could sit in if he wants to defend himself. There's going to be another show about me again, Grant. That's great radio. Oh, come on. Well, that's the whole reason you come to the studio anyway, so that all the people right, will hear at you. It's getting nasty. I didn't no. even want to come in during this segment. It's getting nasty. Hold on a second. I still maintain their sexual tension. I think no. so. Why are you just trying to stir everything up? I'm not. I'm trying. Because there is like this... You realize if the two look, of you... Look, 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 let me set the rest straight. Do I think Stacy's hot? Yes. Do I think I have a chance with Stacy or did I ever... No. When I called the show, it was a joke to make me look bad. Okay? Do I think I had a shot with her, St. Patrick's Day? If I had a shot with her, why didn't I go home with her then? Couldn't seal the deal? Whatever. Either way, if she believes you or Cameron or whoever else said whatever was said, who probably overheard Friday night at the bar when everyone was talking... Was it Dave Joy? Who said it to you? What do you mean everybody was talking at the bar? Was Everyone was joking around with me and Sideshow about when was Wednesday this? night. When? At your appearance. I don't remember this. Oh, right. Uh-huh. We'll discuss that on my show, then. 
And what? Now, how does? But uh, how does this make you feel as a woman? Because as you know, I'm a feminist. <laughs> what? What? Stop. You are not. I did the whole uh, the whole segment with uh, the women against Bush dot org. Come on. If they were fat and ugly, they would have been out of here in thirty seconds. True. I can't argue with that. <laughs> He's a cheesy feminist. But I really am. How does it? I know that hurts you. That seemed to be what was hurting you last week. Was the fact that. You work here at a station full of guys. Yes, we're all yes. dogs. And you feel, you realize we do respect you, though, right? No, I don't get that at all. It's funny because I'm actually no. one of the people that actually sticks up for Stacey when people say stuff about her on the station. <laughs> what, I don't know what do people say. Yeah, what do people say? I'm not going to bother repeating because I'm not going to throw anyone else under the bus or get anything else mixed up. <sighs> oh, oh, boy. See, she's getting mad at me again. So uncomfortable. I'm done. All right, usually he storms out of the studio because he's faking. This is real. Yeah. He's upset. We're sorry. We don't mean any harm. I swear to you, we're just trying to entertain. We're having fun. That's all. Why can't people have fun with us? Why do we always have to piss people off? Why do we kill everything that's beautiful? And you, and you know, we really do. Like there, acid rain. There is this thing about us. What is it? We're animals. He's leaving. Oh. Poor baby. Uh, how, how do we run off our producer? We're talented. That takes skill. <laughs> Christ. Alright, well, there's the end of the show. We always end on a weird. We haven't had an ending since this, like this, and Spoon left the show. Or when Punani kissed me. <laughs> That was awkward, too. That was easy. We respect you. We like you, Stacy. Stacy show coming up. Thank you. That's why we cross-promote. That's exactly it. And we think it's helping for all shows involved. Why do I feel bad now? I feel horrible. I feel like I kicked a puppy. He really, he really, I like the, I love the kid. He's become one of my best friends. He just has to know if he opens up his mouth. He's going to get busted. I'm going to take the blame on this. I'm a gossip. There. You're a Yenta? I'm a Yenta. I'm the one who... I'm not I'm not amend anything. I, I just... Takes a blunt of this. I was said what was said to me, and I guess I misinterpreted things, and for that, I apologize to all parties involved. Enjoy I, the blame. I'm not taking part of it. I just want all of us to get along. <laughs> That's all I want. I don't care. <laughs> you really don't. 5,000. 5,000. Stacy Show next. person in the world. How good does he look? I'm on the gay side. Jay Dubs is the worst person in the world. I'm on the gay side. How good does he look? Don't listen to the naysayers.
the content of this last scene. We now join this fiercely heterosexual sketch already in progress. I'm on the gay side. This is Troy Aikman, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK.